Greetings, Stowaways. This episode comes with a content warning for disease, parasites, and vomit. Please note that the disease in question is entirely fantastical and bears no resemblance to any disease, past or present. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie, the once and future king, Bellacom. Yeah! Mm. Sam, the sword in the stone, Burns. Yeah. <laughs> and... Ellie, I'm so sorry, but your best friend is totally sleeping with your wife is going to run away from you and your son is going to murder you uh, and claim your throne. And you'll also kill him in the process. And it's kind of like it, 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 it's, it's really complex and it's going to spawn 800 years of history. Sparrow. Excellent. <laughs> Black spot. Oh, what is it she says? Lady Macbeth. Oh, it's blood on my hand. Yeah, the the black spot is Treasure one. Island. That's the one. Yeah, out <laughs> damn spot, I think, is, is Lady Macbeth. Out damn spot. But I'm I totally love... here for a crossover. I'm totally here from, from... I want that Macbeth, crossover. That Treasure Island crossover. Uh, Lady Macbeth has to be the protagonist or I'm not watching it. Um, so... <laughs> yeah. The three witches are weird. I was trying to remember anything about Treasure Island. And oh, you couldn't think of the Muppet one. Head. Yeah. And now this mm. version needs to be Muppets. Okay, who is the one human character in Muppet Macbeth Treasure Island? Um, Definitely not Lady Macbeth. She has to be a Muppet. Or maybe it's a really serious actress really trying very hard to play Lady Macbeth while everyone around her is Muppets and they're trying to do Treasure Island. Weirdly, it's a weird casting choice, but I want Phoebe Waller-Bridge. That would please me. As as this Mm. Lady Macbeth. Weirdly, I was going Helen Mirren, but I Mm. also like this option. That would also, yeah. Mm. Mm. And everyone else is Muppets. Can can Beaker be Banquo, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that That's too perfect. <laughs> <sighs> oh no. Right, well, speaking of... Uh, speaking of... Oh no, the, that would make uh, Fozzie the porter. I want to know. So D and D, let's do this for the next four hours. Who's Kermit in this? Is Kermit Duncan? Possibly, actually. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Kermit is Duncan, Mm. and Miss Piggy is also there, but she's also trying to play Lady Macbeth, and there's like a face-off between her and Phoebe Waller for who gets to play the role. Yeah, yeah. Phoebe Phoebe Waller Bridge loses. I don't know. Like, I think I, I'm wondering if maybe she, maybe uh, Miss Piggy loses and then becomes Long John Silver. Ah, I would watch that. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> yeah. Also, Hecate, like Queen of the Witches, would be a great role for Miss Piggy. Okay, oh, good point. okay, Macbeth, but all three witches are Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nobody else just, is yeah. nobody else is Muppets in this Macbeth. It's just yeah. Miss which is Miss Piggy. Go on, you know it'd be amazing. Oh, I want it. Oh, yes. All the other actors are really serious actors desperately trying to do a Shakespeare play. And Miss Piggy just turns up like Hubble Babble like every so often. <laughs> There's no segue. Please, future us, tell us Save what us. Muppets Make this from film. the future. <laughs> 
<laughs> from the present evening. It's Future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you, as ever, by you. A massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfirewalls. Link in the description. We are an affiliate of Zavi, find producers of nerdy garments and handy household items. Remember, you can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off clothing and FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off not clothing. Once again, we're involved with the online group Heist Game Agent Venture, the most fun you can have on a Zoom call while keeping your shirt on. Pull off a heist, infiltrate a base, and save the world with only a laptop, an internet connection, and your socially distant friends. Check out the link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. Whew. Right. Well, on that che- on that cheerful imagination. No. I'm imagination. trying to make Miss Piggy ethereal, like they're trying to do the witches sometimes, and I'm having the best time. And I think everyone. Just... Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 I want in an entirely serious Shakespeare play, except all three witches and Miss Piggy. <laughs> Flintlocks and fireballs. <laughs> Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the Institute, Norfolk, just outside of Beer Barrel, is currently the site of a re-emergence of a long-lost and deadly plague-slash-frankly bioweapon uh, from times past, the Blue Death. It has uh, it has proved to be a mycoid parasite uh, with some sort of connection in between its various nodes that has taken over most of the staff of the Institute. A handful of survivors have clustered together in the refectory after the uh, most crippling weakness of the Blue Death was discovered. Chocolate. Uh, It appears that the same magical uh, powers that allow for its rapid proliferation uh, and abilities also mean that it is astonishingly vulnerable to the the uh, anti-fungal properties of cacao. As such, the party have gathered together uh, a surprising amount of chocolate, uh, and with the aid of the surviving members of the Institute, who have not been converted into mycoid drones, along with uh, noted chef Pierre Dupetitpois, they have begun converting uh, roasted cacao beans into gallons and gallons of chocolate liquor. It's basically really pure dark chocolate uh, in liquid form which has been um, has been decanted 
into a number of canteens, uh, which have had their internal volumes expanded through dimensional magic. <laughs> dimensional magic, which at this point belong is the sole province of precisely two people. Um, and also, I think three of Scamp's just Jesus, just I've got so bags. few spells. I <laughs> know, yeah. oh, I know. The uh, the party have also called a port a relatively portable steam engine. Hopefully, without causing any stress fractures as a result of the rapid cooling. That was a nineteen on your on your arcana check, after all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and are preparing to make their way with the chocolate to the dome atop the library at the centre of the institute, where the primary cistern for the sprinkler system is located. They will then need to uh, move. Uh, they will then need to convey the portable steam engine down to the pipe uh, to the pipe conduits at the base of the library next to the vault. And assuming they can do, uh, they can do all of that. They, they still need to turn it on, hook it up to the pipes, and pump chocolate through the sprinkler system, in order to uh, spray all of the interiors of the <laughs> oh, all the interiors of the institute with a fine mist of chocolate, uh, in order to cure those inside. And of, let us not forget also confront the mycoid nexus uh, which as far as you are aware seems to be possessing one of the original expedition members and most likely is probably attempting to break into the security centre to open the gatehouse and escape you have but scant minutes before it could be, you don't know exactly how long. Dawn will come within 30 to 40 minutes of the, of the time you finish your preparations. But it's, but Dawn is only a benchmark for how long they think the, defen- the magical defences on the walls that are preventing the nodes from simply climbing over will last. They could drop at any time. So, you have... You are gathered. You have your chocolate. You have your weapons. You have your chocolate-based weapons, and uh, you have the. Have I filled up my little water pistol? You have filled up your 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 little turkey baster with liquid chocolate as well. I've got six canteens of chocolate. Yes, causing these super soaker basically of chocolate. (laughs) Causing. Yep. Can I have a couple of bombs? Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't have any, but I have canteens. Uh, Take these two for now. Thank you. You're my favourite. You take a moment. You take a moment to pre sort of tie (laughs) these up with twine. I've written two chords in. (laughs) (laughs) Two chords in surprise. I'm awake. Although possibly in this case it's too busy thinking about fucking Macbeth. I'm sorry, I haven't recovered. (laughs) It's because I'm thinking about. I'm now thinking about the rubbish drama school Macbeth. I watched because the other half of my year did it where all the witches were American and on roller skates for no reason and it made about as much sense as them all being Miss Piggy and I just I can't stop thinking about fucking Macbeth okay give me a break (laughs) I did see one where the witches were on motorbikes and that was actually amazing okay that's incredible (laughs) that I'm there for (laughs) 
the, the the armies were on motorbikes, the witches were on stilts and breathed fire. It was a whole thing. It was great. That sounds incredible, honestly. That does that sound incredible. Awesome. Three drama school students drama school who are time, maybe like 20 <laughs> and have learned to roller skate last week, so the whole thing is horrifying <laughs> to witness. And also can't really do American accents because we hadn't learned them by that point. Like... Oh, wow. Oh, it was bad, kids. Oh, no. uh, anyway, now I can stop thinking about it because I've said it out loud. So, <laughs> <laughs> so please continue. <laughs> it's over to you. What do you want to do, Tim? That's what just happened. Oh, that's a good what we're doing. Um, apart from try and get past zombies, I don't have a more coherent plan. Did anybody else? Nope. Well, I guess we figure it out we as we go. And then lure them inside. And trap any that are already inside in there i mean the we we needed to kill the big one not the big yes. one but the clever one because the node. if oh. we kill the clever one we can just attract the rest inside with noise can't we exactly yeah. yes although urist oh, we need um, to get to the big one and have them draw everything inside to us yes yeah, urist ha- did identify that there are a num- probably a few s- small few nodes but there is one primary nexus and that will do it. Yeah. Okay. And he doesn't know where that one is. No, wasn't sure. Does he know who it is? His best guess is probably Commander Ivo North, uh, the Orc security um, second in command to uh, hmm. Commander Terence. Who we saw command. on top of the library, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, no, you I saw. No, we saw Sylvia. Sylvia, who gave you the guide round the vault. Okay. Yeah, North was, was one of the ones of the who library, went on the expedition. Or just in the library. Or top the library she was in it, on like the coo- saw her through a window. Uh, oh. no, you saw a number of uh, you saw a number of drones through the windows. Uh, oh, but okay. Sylvia, uh, Culpepper, I think, is on yeah. top of the dome on the cupola, and lo- uh, and sort of seems to be keenly looking around. Mm. Doing a Batman. Okay, so she she's outside. How far away did we say? Like three hundred feet or something? Uh, you're third. Yeah, three hundred feet. So you're about three rounds, two of which need to be dashed uh, to get from the t- from the r- the roof here, or I guess three rounds with a dash uh, to get from the floor here, like from the door to the library uh, cupola. I mean, what's everyone else's range? Can we take her out before we even leave? Um, it's not three hundred feet, but. I mean, no, I don't think uh, the uh, range of this will stretch to that. But if we, anything about that far is sending. She's isolated. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm guessing it, as soon as the thing is, she's going to spot us coming and call some sort of alert, and mm. there'll be a whole swarm of the buggers by the time we get there. Yeah. And whilst an alert being called at some point during this might not be a bad thing because it would attract them all inside. At the start, yeah, not the until the thing's going. Mm. Yeah, um, I have at my furthest four hundred and eighty feet of range. Bloody hell, that's impressive. It's stupid, I know. Um, it takes a bit out of me, but I can do it. I think my best is like hundred and twenty feet, and that's an illusion. So, wait, I'm invisible. Oh, sugar, yeah, I just true. forgot. So one other thing that we completely forgot about is um, right at the end of last episode, Scamp is invisible for the next, like, three and a half minutes now. Um, 
they've just turned invisible. Uh, Corzin, you can still see them. Uh, you, I'm talking to thin air. Yeah, they 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 look like a. You can kind of see their outline. It's different to someone ethereal, by the way. They clearly mm. still hear. You don't have okay. to refocus, but they just look kind of like. Like, you can see the blur of light uh, around them. Okay, I have a fucking dumb idea. You're invisible for how long? A couple of minutes. Okay, what if... What if you... Dump it on them. Yeah, what if you fly up, squirt it with chocolate, and fly back down while you're invisible? (laughs) Exactly. I mean... That might be... How... It's That's going to be my range of sort work. of, like, yeah. What's the range of this here squirty gun of mine? Uh, five feet. Because <laughs> it's it's a turkey baster that you filled with liquid chocolates. <laughs> Boo! But if you want to get, you could get, like, you know, you could get right up next, fly right up next to her. Um, I, I, like, I would allow the stealth check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what we were planning to do anyway, we were planning to fly up anyway, were we? Or am I going mad? Yeah. No, well, that is the plan. If, if you cast flowers and go first, yeah, <laughs> that could actually work really well. Okay, um, we we'll have to hurry. Remind me how the chocolate. Yeah, how does the chocolate work? Does it need to go in her mouth? Um, um, ideally, but it seems to be like just body to body or contact, bodily contact. I mean, it, we, we have just got it on them before, but I don't know if it's different with the a medicine check causing. Okay. Uh, that is an 18. Okay. From what you've observed, body bodily contact has an effect, um, and especially so with the with the with the weaker drones. But it's be but uh, but uh, when it's just like hit them on the arm, they've thrashed around for a while before it's kind of overcome them and they've vomited out the uh, the, the parasite and so on. Uh, so, f- whereas the ones that got some in their mouth. Uh, or actually in their eyes uh, managed uh, it was almost instantaneous mm. so you you guess you would guess that if you're hitting like getting Sylvia just like on the skin with this stuff will probably hurt and uh, significantly harm her or at least harm the parasite p- possessing her but if you want to kind of you know do the one hit cure rather than kill you're gonna want it, you, your goal is to try and get it into her mouth or into her eyes but yeah again ow <laughs> aim um, for the head okay what about okay so this nozzle is quite small on this thing that now I'm holding is invisible you yeah. can't see it that doesn't help what if I got her up the nose would that do it that yes would work yes I think you should do Here that. Great. They're all connected. Let's do this immediately. Yep. This is dark. Okay. Before we think too hard and right. discover something that's wrong with it, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to cast a spell. You get the thing upstairs. Yep. Got it. Okay. So hang on. Uh, how big out a spell character. do I need for this? Bloody hell. Who are, you, who are you casting fly on out of character? Who can fly? Uh, the three of us. Everyone yeah. can because fly, so carrying, we can take the yeah, thing. Carrying up. this thing, we're going to yeah. need it. Yeah. Yeah, because you each. What's your total? What's your strength scores each? Not high, mate. Nine. Um, Nine. My strength score is eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, eleven. And eleven. Yeah. Between the three of you, you can carry this and okay. and fly without okay. needing to drag. That makes sense. Okay. 
Right, I'm going to cast fly and go off the roof almost immediately. Okay, so you you, you kind of cast fly on every on all three of you, uh, focusing on, on on discharging the magic, and then you shoot up the ladder out through the out through the uh, the hatch at the top. And I need a stealth check from you. Are you going to go? Are you going to sort of travel at half speed, or are you just doing getting there as quickly as possible? Um, half speed, because that means that I'm I'm okay. still doing thirty stealth feet with advantage, around. and it is disadvantage to spot you anyway. <laughs> but doubly so with this. <laughs> I am exhausted though, so this is a straight roll. Okay. Um, oh, I totally given you Celestia. Yeah. <laughs> Before I go, any encouraging words? So many. You are so good at flying invisibly and sticking <laughs> things up people's noses in the night. It's one of your main skills. I am the best. You feel it's inspired. My <laughs> you see, okay, you look over and you see. Good have, what is that these days? Um, D10, oh, my love. Yeah. You look over I and you see. I'm using it immediately. That D10's gone forever. Okay. Uh, oh, no. you, you look over <laughs> as, as Celestia sees this and you see Jeffrey, Marjorie, and uh, and Stormy, who are kind of cl- who, who are stand uh, uh, who, who are messing around near the dessert table. Jeffrey gives you a little poor thumbs up <laughs> well that is an 18 stealth 18 stealth let me just check what i need to check what her perception is yeah and disadvantage for oh yeah the no, no. she rolled quite high with disadvantage okay you take into the ass the only sound but there is sound is this thin sort of of air, of wind rushing past you, your invisible form. There is a moment where, as, you, as you're getting closer, you see Sylvia, skin uh, kind of a, a strong blue tint, eyes glowing violet, kind of tilt in your vague general direction, as if hearing something but seems to be looking at the ground. Okay, you... I need you to make. Um, this is an attack check with advantage, uh, and I guess this is dex based. And I will say for the purposes of this that you are proficient. It's, it's akin <laughs> to using a dagger. And no shoving. Okay. Um, Seventeen. Okay. Seventeen. Um, <clears throat> it's not good. It's. Uh, it's not great. You are, uh, but. Importantly, it is too higher than it is high enough that than her normal. I've been ruling this as you're kind of going for a small target, so it's sort of like um, if, as if she has half cover, and that's just enough. Woo! You <laughs> drop down. You drop down behind her, grab her at her by the mouth, and shove the uh, the turkey baster up one nostril. There's a brief moment before you just squirt uh, a, a a thick dose of liquid chocolate right down her uh, her nose and uh, and into her throat. Oh, chocolate up your nose sounds horrible. Oh, Ooh. it's awful. It sounds and awful. The <laughs> expression that you are barely managing to suppress with like your hand over over her mouth. Um, becomes sorry, 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 sorry. more erratic as she just starts throwing up um, these strange blue mycoid nodules in between your fingers. <laughs> you manage to get enough chocolate on your fingers that they also disintegrate before they can touch your skin, but uh, you see a 
slumped uh, uh, over onto her hands and knees, uh, just vomiting up. Um, mycoid nerd for a few moments before <laughs> slumping to the ground, unconscious and breathing, but breathing. Hand cured. Huh. Okay, well, I'll the pop stones. on back then. Yeah. Does it work? Are you okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah, good, I good. think I found out that the, there's a limit to how far away I can see things that are uh, that are invisible. Indeed, and once you're beyond it right now. Once Scamp goes more than 120 feet from you, they ju- the, the the thin the blurry outline you can see vanishes. Okay, that's good to know for future things, though. Yes, well, I mean mm. it's it's reasonable um, uh, uh, distance, but not infinite. Mm. No, because no, we mean... do that sort of from that dragon, that fire dragon thing. Mm, true. Mm. The um, because of the fact that Scamp has gone over on their own, uh, initially at half speed, comes back as the three of you pick up the steam engine and fly up through the roof hatch and over to the top of the cupola. Uh, Scamp, your timer expires just about the time that the three of you get into the cupola with these uh, steam engines. So we're all up the top. So now. yeah, you fly over and above. That's convenient. All of the, uh, all of the patrols, because there's no one else looking at the sky right now. You already took out the sentry; they didn't spot you. Are you having a random I... magic that really helped? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Look at that! Not pretending to be dead for a while or exploding unexpectedly. Look at that! I think the pretending to be dead uh, was actually worse than any of the other ones you've ever had. I nearly had a fucking heart attack again. No, the, the one where I nearly actually killed you, I, st- I still think that might be our worst. I wasn't conscious for that, so, you know, I I didn't have as bad an experience that time, but I acknowledge that that would have been worse for you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Can right. uh, double-check Sylvia just to make sure that she's not in danger of drowning? Uh, can I have a medicine check from you, please? Yeah. <laughs> I totally should have checked that. She's already it's dead. Just the thing that I... Um, <laughs> So, okay, that's a twelve. Uh, she's kind. Of, she's face down, but you take the. But you check her breathing and her airway breathing circulation. I'm the worst. She's she's okay. You do put her into uh, into recovery. recovery position. Mm. Um, yeah. You also take the opportunity to just uh, as you're doing so, uh, you can, if you wish, relieve her of some of her belongings. Um, keys. Any yes, keys. please. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you do find the key. You find a couple of things. You find the key. Uh, actually, a small ring of keys. Uh, you find uh, a small ring of keys. Um, <laughs> uh, as well as a small, um, almost like a, a, a metallic, it's separate from the keys, but it's almost like a small metallic fob uh, with a series of dwarven runes on uh, that you're not really sure what it's for. Well, that looks interesting. Um. Yeah, I'd say that's uh, and that's mostly locks, dwarven locks, I guess. Yeah, that's what you find in terms of of keys. Is it the vault? Something to do with the vault? Do you think? Probably. Uh, she also has a truncheon and uh a revolving pistol. Although her drone form did not apparently go for either of them. 
I'm gonna leave those actually because might need them when she wakes when up. she gets yeah. back up. Yeah. She might need to defend herself. Yeah, we don't want to just nick her weapons. That would be bad. <laughs> Plus, you know, I'm not short of weapons. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It does cause him have enough? But what if you run out? She also has 46 silver in a wallet. I had enough. I just said I'm not short of them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also, opportunity for a silenced pistol if we find it, which we mustn't mm. forget about. Yeah, yes, we right? should do that. <laughs> mm. uh, but I didn't yes. write down where that was. Uh, it is uh, one of the labs on the way down. You also, it's not a rifle. Uh, it's a silenced rifle. Yes. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Carbine. Uh, um, lab 42. Lab 42, on your way down. Okay, okay. speaking of your way down, uh, there is indeed a small hatch here uh, on this level, which uh, is probably... It would be a tight fit, uh, and the kind of tight fit where you're scraping things to try and get the steam engine through it. Uh, mm -hmm. It's basically uh, a small hatch, which, upon opening it... There is a ladder leading down to what you can see through the thin illumination that comes through the hatch. Um, what appears to be a very large metal tank built into the dome. Uh, kind of like, it's not built into the dome, like it's not flush with the walls, but it is resting on within the dome itself. Uh, and you can see that the, if you follow the ladder down, it, uh, which kind of runs down the edge of this particular tank, uh, there is a quite dark, but all of you have dark vision at this point. Um, mm -hmm. There, uh, There is a, a sort of like uh, doorway, which presumably leads to a stairwell. Uh, you can also see that there are a number, uh, that there is a, th uh, there is a particularly th uh, thick series of pipes that goes from this boil, uh, fr from this cistern, into the wall and uh, presumably down from there. Um, there are also. Oh, I'd like an investigation check, please. Okay. From anyone who wants to okay. study this in more detail. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I can assist you. You've got the best one. I wouldn't actually, because I've got a level of exhaustion. So let's all do separate ones. Oh, okay. I right, won't but... get advantage ah, anyway. But... You'll get, you'll I get. I will get roll, disadvantage. Though. You um, can use your both use your action to give cause an advantage if you so wish. What's your investigation? My investigation is uh, it's only a plus one. Mine's a plus six. I is it worth me doing a straight roll? I think it's, it's almost exactly best, the same. You, are you doing a straight roll? To be honest. Okay, should we do that? Okay. Because isn't it on yeah. average like plus five? It by, is. Yeah. By, uh, advantage yeah. so it's pretty much the same i don't know what do you want to do <laughs> do it roll no roll, right, roll again roh. oh it's really good um <laughs> it's a 13 okay 13. that was sarcasm it's not um, really good it's terrible. Can... i rolled a seven. Oh, it's enough that you can see what appears to be a large pipe with um a with a wheel over it mm -hmm. uh which is marked quite clearly in joven uh, emergency uh, 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 emergency release valve that looks like an emergency releases that's what we want isn't it absolutely yes excellent Release. right sure <laughs> okay so we put the chocolate in a thing <laughs> yep basically yeah. let's do that first before we worry right. about getting this this big old machine through 
Yes. That could be noisy and messy. Let's get the chocolate in first. Mm. Okay. Yep. All right. You climb down. Uh, you can see now that there are, uh, as I said, a number of pipes. There is the emergency release valve uh, connected to a huge pipe as well. Mm. Um, you did not find within uh, w- within that investigation check uh, an obvious place to put the uh, to put it in. That is just visit. Like, there's no obvious hole that you can see just from looking around. I don't understand where um, we're supposed to put this. Um, Help. should we make a hole? We could just make um, a hole. Well, oh, but isn't it being pressurized bad, to come out if we make a hole? Will we? Oh yeah, that? Then maybe that yes, might be bad. A hole made could be uh, passed through in both directions. <laughs> Wisdom. <I'm sorry. laughs> Filthy, filthy wisdom. Mm. You, you learn this when you grow up on ships. <sighs> right. Um, right. Um, right. Well, I've learned several things I'm about you. I'm not making you. this any better, am I? But nope, point being... Not. <laughs> didn't, did they tell us how to do it? Um, should we go um, wake up our friend on the roof? Maybe we should. Also, she might know where the, where the big node person is. She might be really helpful in many ways, and I feel bad leaving her out there. Yeah, maybe we should wake up our okay. friend. Uh, I'm going I'll to see say. Alright, uh, I'd like a medicine check to see how quickly you can wake her up, unless you want to use yeah, magic. Sure. Um, if it looks like it's. Ooh, I don't know, I don't have a lot of magic on me. Natural one, but lucky. Ooh! Okay, uh, that is a. Oh. Uh, that's a 14. Okay, as you're climbing up, you're about to start. Uh, Looking at her when you trip on the top rung and just fall into her. Damn it. Damn it. Sorry about that. Oh, my head. I think you fell into my solar plexus. Sorry. Hello. Hi. Sorry about the chocolate up the nose. Oh. She just like snots a bunch of chocolate. Oh wow! Well. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm not having a good the... day. Are you? Yeah. Oh, that... as nasty as that is, I think this is an instance where the cure is not, in fact, worse than the disease. Oh no! I... Oh, oh, I can feel. Oh my! Oh, oh, Saint Fury! I oh, that it had had control of my mind. I, I know yeah. it's awful, and we also don't have a lot of time, and we really need information. Um, uh, okay. Uh, what do you need? If one wanted to put chocolate in that big thing down there, how would one do that? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, this you... is is important and relevant. All right. Uh, you need to. Um... Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, you need to activate the emergency release valve to flush all of the water that's already in there uh, out into the sea. Oh, yeah, it's full. Right. All right, that's easily um, done. Yes. Then you need to reseal. Uh, you need to reseal the emergency valve, um, and there is a cons- uh, and. Uh, and normally, we would pump it up from the ground level. Uh, you want, but if you unscrew valve five, five um, okay. then you should be able to manually put in uh, chocolate. Although you're gonna need gallons and gallons of it. Oh, we've got it. We've got it. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Where? 
We've already it's taken it down. Thing, we just had to come back up to, to get information because we uh, looked at the thing and didn't right, know how to do it. Okay. Don't you worry. It's all sorted. <sighs> You're going to need to... Um, if you wanted to pump it, uh, I don't. I know that there's pipes down on the vault level. We've got uh, a thing to override that. We're doing well. Oh, have We're you just got my? It in. I, I don't have my keys. Uh, oh, we I'm kind of. We've, we've got. Oh, you. We good, kind of nicked them while you were unconscious. Uh, the I'm sorry. password is rosebud. Rosebud. Okay. Uh, you need that. Right. Or the, you need that and my wardstone and the key. Uh, otherwise, you're going. Uh, otherwise, it'll set off the vault defenses. Okay. Wow, I'm so glad we woke you up. Yeah, we would have been uh, fucked if we hadn't woken you up, wouldn't we? Shit. That's... Woof. Alright, another uh, important thing. Do you have any memory at all of where any of the other nodes or the nexus is oh, for this whole uh, network? Yeah, the big yeah. one would be really helpful. Um, I remember now. Uh, yes! Uh, I was... Uh... Ah. Oh. I was at uh, I was at security when uh, things started going wrong, and uh, Captain North uh, got hold of me and put uh, whatever that was into my mouth. Uh, I remember. Yes, they're they're there's uh, they're trying to get into they're trying to get to the gate controls or to wear them down so that the wall defenses will fall. That makes I, sense. I think they're or currently they're inside, mainly. Yes, they're currently at the. Um, I think they're in the armory, uh, in in their security center, trying to get into the armory, right now. Okay, uh, well that's good there, to we know. Might be able to get them with this. Uh, one just... thing to be aware of: uh, this, the armory and security center have a shut off valve for the sprinkler system in case somebody f- tried to. Um, Put toxins into the uh, through through the sprinkler setup. Oh, oh damn it! Uh, Imagine also it's a prime way to um, sabotage any um, gunpowder. Exactly. Uh. So there. Are, uh, so uh, if you're tr- doing what I think you're doing, then uh, they'll you'll probably have to go. You'll need to go in there and activate it manually. Uh, it is uh, it is in the main security center uh, outside of the armory. All right. All right. That's fine. Okay. And everywhere else would already know. be covered in chocolate by that point, which will help us get there. So That's my good. point, yes. Okay. Doable. Right, we have a lot You're to gonna do. You're going to be all right up here. Just leave me with my weapons. Um, I'll be I'll be all right. Okay. Keep them close. You don't want to come with? You'd You're be very welcome. welcome, if that would be better. At this point, um, she looks... Uh, she looks down <laughs> the uh, and shudders a little uh, purging that thing from my system I feel like I've just run a marathon I I can barely walk um, that's fair you're probably safest here to be honest I'm probably gonna dr- if you Although, give me a hand once da- the chocolate starts yeah might get be worth getting into it. If you can give me a hand down into the atrium, uh, sorry, into the dome itself, next to the, next to the uh, uh, cistern, I can probably hide out here. And if anything comes, to try and get the cistern while I'm armed. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, oh, that's a good thought. All right, come lean on me then. <clears throat> you, the sister down, and with a bit of guidance are able to turn the emergency release valve. You hear the sort of <laughs> flooding of water th- 
uh, not down into the main pump system as you then hear distantly the sound of splashing uh, as un as uh, in fact if you climb up to the cupola to take a look you can see down there is actually like a gutter channel that runs from behind the library down to the beach and water is just going into that and being piped on out into the sea mm. it does take it unfortunately it does take you about three minutes of tense waiting for the whole for the whole system to finish venting you seal it shut <laughs> and then you're at val uh, valve five somewhat annoyingly uh none of you have a spanner <laughs> no we don't so, unless you can figure out a way to give yourself mechanical advantage and unscreen this pipe, uh, I'm going to need a fairly intense athletics check if you want to just kind of wrench this thing by hand. Alright. Um... I mean, causing, I think you're the only one that could. I'm just looking at uh, if I have anything. My... <laughs> I'm going to have a look if I have anything weird in my inventory because yeah, there's always that, a possibility. Anything that can there? serve as a spanner. Okay, all right, all right. Um, I, I have um, the the manacles now. If they're the clasp kind, I might be able to use them to grip either side of this. You know what? I'm going to say that they are. All right. Uh, with okay. another person holding them steady. Yeah. All right. Uh, I okay. will say that gives you advantage on the athletics check. Cool. Okay. Here we go then. One of those was a one, so I'm re-rolling that. Excellent. Okay, and it was better, so that's worth doing. Uh, yeah, that is a 22. Okay, you <sighs> fix the manacles into place to give yourself a bit of mechanical advantage. There's a moment where you actually just slip on a little bit of uh, leaked water. Um, and hit the ground. You kind of get your shoulder and it's like, oh! Uh, but it does just give you just that little bit of an extra push and <laughs> the pipe comes off. Well, that's done it. I was about to make fun of you for falling over, but you just saved the day by falling over. So congratulations. I'm not going to make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works, I guess. Yes. Excellent. You begin... Um, this pipe is actually quite up near the top, fortunately. So you start the dis bizarre process of unloading these canisters, uh, the, like these these flasks of chocolate, in. Um, and because of the size of them, they start coming out. They're not quite under pressure, but it is like when you when you stick a hole in a very full bucket and it just like streams out in a clear like stream. Unfortunately, you uh, quick as it, as this is, it takes probably another. There's not really any way to speed this up. No, you've got to do it. You've just yeah. got to do it. There's the the mechanic. The, you you are quick as it as quickly as you can do it. It is you are essentially reloading a system with a non-pressurized fire hose. So I'm going to say it takes another seven minutes. By which time you probably would. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Your your fly is. Can we off. try and get the um? Oh yeah, fly is good. Can yeah. we try and get the thing in while we're do while someone's doing this? Uh, true. Actually, it need all three of us. To it move. does need all three of you to carry. But I guess um, you you could leave uh, you could leave Sylvia with the with the bottles and the bags. 
Depends. Are you okay to carry on here while we move this? Can you do it? I think I can just about manage, yeah. Are you sure you Just not? make sure nothing... They're pretty light. I can't... Uh, if I've got my hands busy with this, I can't uh, use my gun, so make sure nothing comes up for me, all right? Alright. Well, if anything yeah, comes up, shout, because at that point ask. they know anyway, and we'll be yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Sorry to ask, but you're not planning on passing out midway through this, are you? I'm going to do my best not to. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, time efficiency and that. We appreciate yeah. it. Well, if you... Uh, let's hope so, otherwise you're just going to come up here to a room full of chocolate on the floor. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, this comes in. There's a lot more in here than it looks like. Yeah, you, yeah, you it's do a whole awesome. thing. This is, this is violating several laws of magic. Just don't oh, think no, about it too hard. No. It's a long day. It's also okay. saving our lives, so yep. Yep. Let's, uh, just, let's not worry about that too much. You just, okay, you carry on with that. We'll get a drink after this, okay? I mean, it's not the weird. No, it is the weirdest thing I've seen today, which is, wow. I'm just going to focus on this. You go. Yep. You go. Okay. You climb back up to the cupola where the um, where, where the uh, steam engine is. All right. Um, now, did we have some sort of, like, laser cutting thing? Or did I just imagine you that? You do. You have. We do have that. You, do, you have yep. an ancient, gigantic... Um, uh, essentially cut blowtorch, uh, essentially. Yeah, blowtorch slash cutting blade. Yeah, it has advantage against like objects, doesn't it? It does. So we have a, a hole that would be better if it was bigger. You do have a hole that would be better if it was bigger. Oh my god, you're a genius. <laughs> Let's do that. It's a hole, but there could be more hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Always get a bigger hole. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sounds filthy tonight. <gasps> Everything oh, yeah. everyone's saying. I Holes don't and help. Episode one thirty. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> There's been a lot of things squirting. There's been streams of the. It's just the oh, whole yeah. thing. Um, streams of chocolate coming through holes. You, t- you, t- you take out the. Uh, you take out uh, what appears to just be like a, a, a little circular shaft and make it grow. Um, Excellent. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't uh, feel like we're normal with this kind of D&D uh, podcast, but I'm into it. But no, you get out the, uh, what, what looks very much like, almost like a little hilt um, with, uh, 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 for, uh, for Blade, um, activate the runes, uh, the, the gigantic glyph on it, um, and out of the end, spears a small, well, actually it's like, Sack's length, uh, so it's, it, like it's it, it, so it's you know you could use this as a sword if you wanted, um, but it's 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 like cutting knife size for a for a giant uh, blade of just gently vibrating humming red light. As you kind of hold it down carefully, place it on the edge of the of of the of the stonework. It moves with just a little bit of resistance. Um, it's not like putting a, a knife through hot butter. Uh, it's like putting a knife through cold hard butter. Okay. Mm, so, weird. so it is moving pretty fucking quickly, given you're cutting a hole in stone. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Probably takes you Can about. Can we put some like so, like a cloak or something to catch the bits, so it doesn't just. 
clunk, clunk, clunk everywhere. Uh, this isn't coming off... Uh, here's the thing. If you're doing this in a circle, this is going to come off in one piece. Um, can I stand under I'd it I'd like to do it, it off in slices. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're going to do it in slices. Just slightly. In which case, then... Or yeah. if Corzin could hold it and catch it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should have Corzin on yeah. holding duty. Okay. Yeah, Celestia's rubbish. Corzin's going like, <laughs> to... You lean against the, 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 uh, the, the ladder, brace it with your hands... Uh, we should also have Corzin at the bottom when we're carrying the heavy yes. thing. <laughs> Fortunately, yeah. the blade goes is long enough to go all the way through the masonry here, which means that Corzin can see clearly when the blade is potentially likely to go near his fingers and move them in. Yep. Because this thing also cuts through flesh and bone. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and honestly, it is as much from your inexperience using this thing as anything else. Um... Uh, it takes you about 30 seconds to cut a roughly circular hole wide enough for the uh, steam engine to go through. Just with a... <laughs> Causing you take several pounds of masonry. Like, the end... that Like, the ends of which are faintly blackened, but, like, not... Uh, but surprise it like like a very very neat and contained fire has gone through them do you think you could use this with a loaf of bread to make toast yes but it only has so much charge and that Indeed. would be such that is a waste of it honestly the most halfling thing I've ever heard I mean I don't know if that's prejudice <laughs> or not but fuck me <laughs> only a halfling would look at this and go mmm toast <laughs> just a thought it's an amazing thought. I love it. I'm in full support. It's a great thought. I'm totally magically for it. expensive toast, but <laughs> only you would think of that. I mean, you'd have to be very quick, otherwise it'd be very burnt. Mm. Mm. I have to hurry. Speed toast, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could really go for some toast. You... Love some toast. Mm. I mean, yeah, true. The refectory hasn't uh, hasn't been making pre-making breakfast. They've been a bit busy. Uh, half the staff, <laughs> half the staff are deathly afraid of chocolate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, so you carefully place down the masonry chunk that you cut that's been cut free, and with the three of you together, lower down the portable steam engine. Now that you're through that, it will just it will fit through doors, so you're able to get uh, to bring it. By the way, you turn off the uh, the the, the uh, giant. Uh, the giant laser, not laser cutter. Well, kind of laser cutter. Basically, radiant cutter. <laughs> um, so deduct thirty seconds from the, I think, four hours you have of total time on that. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, Sam, you got that. Haven't you? Um, I think I, I had it, but I was it Bob's. No, Bob's I will write it down as well. It's yeah. not me. <laughs> you have, yeah. You currently, torch time. Yeah, you currently. So the giant. Uh, so so the uh, the ancient uh, radiant cutter has three hours fifty nine minutes thirty seconds of cutting time left. Mm. And I uh, and I remember we rolled a d one hundred to see how many hours it had as well. <laughs> oh man. Ugh. Yeah, I remember. So until unless you can find some way to charge it up someday, that's all you got. Well, we're going to giant Scry territory eventually. on the eventually. things past, find out how it was done. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Zap yeah, it with good. lightning. <laughs> yeah. Just keep hitting it and see if it charges Zapping up. Zap it with lightning. Well, a well-known way to charge up your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how it works. Yeah. Every time I want my laptop charged, it's yeah. a shocking grasp, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, campaign like four or five or whatever. There's gonna be there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be wizards in in university who like get in trouble for trying to mm. uh, for, for trying to hotwire charge their Tech laptops. Druids, that's what I want. Mm. Yeah, I always like Stealing the sci-fi interpretation of druid, where you can talk to computers. It's really fun Ooh. to me. <laughs> what a hot wire a car with oh, shocking yeah. grass. Ah, it'd be well good. Scamp driving. Everyone just take <laughs> a second. Oh no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've taken enough time Ooh. to think about scamp driving. Now I want to stop. <laughs> Let's carry on with what we're okay, doing. Okay, <laughs> so you get the uh, so you've got the uh, machine question. All right. Um, do you want to crack open the door and make your way down the stairwell? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Peer around it. Quietly, as we can. Crack open, peer down. The, give me, uh, whoever go, whoever is looking through first, peering through, give me a perception Love check. Cool. Yep, okay. Why on earth wouldn't you let the person covered in eyes look at everything first? Yes. <laughs> Wasn't great even for advantage, but that's uh, that's an eleven. Ugh. Wait, no, no, sorry, that's a fourteen. Fourteen's enough. You s- because the you can see beyond just through the crack of the door, there is a st- a, a sort of um, circular stairwell that goes that curves down. You can see a window through it, and there is just on top of the curved down roof or ceiling of the of the stairwell there is a single slightly bluish fleshed um looking half orc just like tilting kind of like peering through the window but not with the same coherence that um uh, that your uh, that your friend was I you know, silently point this out to the other two. Okay. Okay. Can we squirt it with chocolate? Probably. I've got six canteens of the bastard stuff. We'd probably do that. Yeah. Um, Can I press the digitator? Don't want to use. We don't know how many we're going to use. Like, come across. I don't want to use too much on a single one. Mm. I'll tell you what. Let's try and avoid it, but if it gets um, uh, too close to us, then we give it a blast of chocolate. How about that? That's a good idea. Uh, it is. Uh, it is like ten feet from the door. It is like right. Oh, outside. it's like right outside. It's right outside. Oh, we should. We should do it if it's that close. All right. Um, Corson will um, prime his uh, um, ye oldie super soaker. I mean, yeah, um, you do I mean, don't, don't waste that. Save, one. save the range thing. Um, if you want to, it's a basically a spell attack. If you want to basically prestigitate a, a small amount of chocolate from one of your canteens, can I do that? You can. You can use prestigitation as an attack spell. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh, it's bad. It's real bad. Do we, do we get any sort of advantage from it not knowing? Uh, it here? hasn't seen you, so you do get an advantage on this attack. Okay. Oh, I rolled the same thing. Okay, twelve. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> so I, I rolled two twos. You kind of need a bit of space, so you pull open the door. Twelve. Jesus. Can 12. I add anything to that? Uh, you can Will if you, it help? Will you it can make if you a wish, difference? but I don't think it's going to help, I'm afraid. Oh, uh, okay. Because what happens is you pull open the door, uh, uh, canister of chocolate at the ready, and just the thing turns go. You flick your fingers, and a little gobbet of chocolate flies up and smacks it in the in the roof of the mouth. <laughs> Drops to the ground, vomits up some blue, and then passes out. Twelve is its armor class. Well done. Okay, these things are not hard to hit. Like, no offense, but that was slightly dodgy on your. Unless they've got. Um... One of the nodes around, aren't they? Mm-mm. No yeah. offense, um, that was rubbish, but it did work. So I know I was going to say no <laughs> offense because I've seen your spell work be a lot later than that. It was not good. Um, so that like, was a bit rubbish. Like I'm very tired. I, I'm so tired too. I feel I like how tired you. I am is impeding me and giving me disadvantages to things I'm doing. <laughs> Yes, not, not, to that. To, not to that one. <laughs> That's usually how it works. I'm still going to use it as an excuse. <laughs> okay. The three of you pick up the um, steam engine and begin making your way down. Can I have a stealth check, group stealth check, please? Okay. Oh, man. oh God. This is the end. Um, everything's terrible. <clears throat> uh, Nine. <laughs> 13, no, 12. I could do math. Oh. But disadvantage? This disadvantage is killing me. Causing doesn't no, make, yeah. Make okay, well, that does. No yeah, the disadvantage to spot you does make a difference. So that changes part of their passive perception. Okay. It is a tense little trick. The three of you are basically doing that awkward furniture moving thing where you're going downstairs. And all three of you are different heights as well. Oh no. So you make your way unsteadily down a circular stone stairwell. God, yeah, I mean, we've moved furniture downstairs like this and even our height difference is difficult. Yeah. This is a problem. There's actually points where you have to like mm. rotate who is where. Like I'm five foot two and you're six one, and yeah. that's an issue when we're moving furniture downstairs. So like these people oh, are yeah. fucked. Oh yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> properly, this is a mess. Cosin is basically under the. Uh, the and steam Celestia engine. is doing some like weird yeah. gorilla squat to yeah. even be involved. <laughs> like it's just it's <laughs> real bad. <laughs> like there is. From the knees from the knees. <laughs> there is a moment where you're kind of doing one, one of this and get a little ungainly and it just scrapes against the, the stone <laughs> and you just hear <laughs> and kind of hold and you can just hear <laughs> something moving nearby kind of peer around the corner you can just see that they're uh, through, because the stairwell actually um, is leads down through a few different levels. You can just see a doorway. You can just you can make out bookshelves beyond. Pallid blue flesh, 
is just visible through the top of the doorway arch, as if something is climbing along the ceiling. Can I shoot some chocolate through the doorway arch? If you want to. Yeah, I'm gonna panic and do that. Okay. Oh no. Roll you roll an attack. Dirty twenty. Okay. <laughs> okay, it drops to the ground with a <laughs> sound. So you your scratch didn't alert the horde. Uh, uh, that might have. But that might have drawn some attention. <laughs> Oh shit! I thought I was clearing the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, at, so at this point, as this cre- as the, as this one hits the ground, <laughs> you hear a sort of <laughs> from multiple sources on the same floor. I was oh, um, sorry, that was a bad idea. I panicked. Damn it! Uh. Okay, you can, if you wish, try and just. Essentially, run leg it. leg it down this stairwell now. Uh, yep. I need an athletics yep. check from everyone, please, oh, because you're carrying oh, this thing and trying to move quickly. Huh. Ooh, That's not terrible for me. That's a twelve. That is terrible for me. Six. <laughs> That's a ten. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, you scramble down. Uh, you actually get out of the way of the uh, of the first uh, 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 just as that uh, as the. Uh, uh, in time not to be immediately seen but then who uh, got a six yeah. <laughs> celestia you're trying to you're, you're spinning, trying to do it and you just completely <laughs> you're still flip. got a better modifier than me um the, the 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 steam engine slips out of your grasp slips <laughs> out of Corzin's grasp uh, just completely slips out of uh, Scamp's grasp, and you hear a dun, 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 as it goes down the stairs. I fucked myself on multiple counts. And from both ends of the stairwell, you hear the scrambling of feet uh, uh, and hands wa- uh, as blue limbed figures just flank you. Uh, roll initiative, please. Oh, I fucked this up real yes. bad. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> That's fine. Um, okay. 24. Okay. Oh, it's one of those situations where I'm going first and I don't know what I'm doing. 19, was that a scamp? Uh, 14. Oh, 14. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, all right, so... Uh, and then 14 for scamp. Okay, so Celestia... You are uh, partway down a stairwell. From what you can just see through the uh, through, uh, past the doorway that you passed, uh, what looked like the upper floor of the library. So below the uh, below the main dome, where there's lovely uh, walnut uh, sort of uh, uh, bookshelves uh, with lovingly arranged uh, sh- uh, books. With you notice you noticed on your way down little book covers, uh, like little. Uh, the, the, like little um, library shelf protectors against water being sprayed the from books above, are safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this case, chocolate as well, potentially. Um, you do. Uh, I would note actually that you can also see. Uh, I need a perception check from each of you in turn at the start of your uh, of your initiative. So, uh, so Celeste, so first, please. These two dies just. I just want to roll the same numbers. 
Like that's their favourite thing. Every time I've rolled with advantage or disadvantage, it's been the same numbers on on these two dice. Um, so, weird. so that is an eleven. Okay. You also uh, so you you can see that you could see that that first floor kind of opens up into a void which uh, surrounds the main sort of central floor below and then extends into the into the labs you, which means that the floor directly below you is probably leading onto the ground floor or sort of the ground floor medicine actually and the first set of labs uh that before uh, before the second set on the on the sort of floor just below that um and you can definitely see that there are uh at least eight of uh, uh, mycoid uh, drones clambering out from that first floor and coming down towards you through the tightly packed stairwell mm -hmm. and another eight uh, piling their way up from the floor below scrambling along the walls of this stairwell. You can also hear the sounds of screeching where the falling uh, steam engine probably knocked a few over like bowling pins. Uh, but that has now curved out of your sight. Okay. You will need to progress downwards if you want to find your st to get to the steam engine, and also go where you needed to go anyway. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay. Um, so is it a sort of half and half situation, like half are above us and half are below? Yep. And they're all within at this point. I'm going to say thirty feet. Okay. And do any of them look particularly intelligent? Uh, they all appear to be the same sort of uh, animalistic kind mm -hmm. of low-grade uh, mycoid possessions. And there is a door, uh, the above stairwell, and the, above the below stairwell. stairwell. Uh, so uh, about half a flight of stairs above you, there's a mm -hmm. little landing with a door to the first floor. Yeah. Presumably below you, but out of sight because of the curve of the stairs... There is then the stairwell. Uh, there is then a doorway to the next floor beneath you, but you can't see you can't see that right now because um, mm -hmm. the, the because of the curve of the stairs. And time is currently of the essence, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, if I do a major image at sixth level, yes. Um, it lasts until dispel without requiring my concentration. Yes, you create a permanent uh, um, a permanent image. And how long do we have until dawn? You've already spent close to 15 minutes mm -hmm. dealing with various problems, so anywhere between 15 to 25 minutes till dawn. Okay, cool. Um, oh. I'm trying to work out if 10 would do it, or if we want it to be longer. You know what, for now 10 will do it, I think. Yeah, we'll, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, well, we need it. to be out of here by then. <laughs> I'm going to do it at a level above third, just because I'm so worried about running out of low-level spells to not kill people with. Go for it. Um, Fair. So I'm going to make a wall of chocolate that <laughs> basically cuts us off from both the door and the stairwell above. Got it. Um, Like a big old, like... You know, there's a leak in the ceiling, and there's just yeah. like a waterfall of chocolate coming through it. It smells like it. It, it like it does yeah. everything. Major uh, image to, to their eyes, uh, a crack appears in the wall, and just 
thick with, spray of chocolate. Yeah, with basically the idea of cutting off half the fight if I can. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, so this is this is a lower level one, so it still requires concentration. Do I have that right? Um, or, 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 yes. Yes, got it, because you're keeping your six levels. Hang on, does it go if I'm out of 120 feet range? No, you just can't control it. Okay, but I could leave it going. You can leave it going, but once you lose concentration... You know what, that'll do. Yeah, yep. let's do that. Okay, so yeah. the chocolate's wall bursts into existence above you, blocking off uh, blocking off uh, any attack from that Actually, route. Actually, no, oh. I am going to do it at third level. I'm doing it at third level, I'm doing it at the normal level, because I might want confusion later. So, yeah. Okay, uh, that has successfully blocked off half of the swarm. Okay. Can note that. Um... And I think I'm going to leave it because I'm aware that we have a lot more to do and I don't want to use up everything. Okay. Uh, all right. The Oh, can I, uh, can I go down to the steam engine? Yes. So you scramble down 30 feet, which mm-hmm. brings you right next to the, to the, to the upcoming swarm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from here, you can now see the steam engine. It's rolled down uh, and through a doorway uh, onto the kind of ground... Uh, onto... Uh, a little section of uh, of uh, of uh, hallway. You can see labs labeled by number 40, uh, 40, 42, uh, sorry, uh, 40, 42, 44 on the side that you can see. Mm. Cool. Uh, okay, unless you're taking a bonus action, that means. I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm going to save my inspirations. Okay. Uh, the swarm around you suddenly. <laughs> seems to focus in on you as uh, something walks out from uh, uh, down the uh, uh, walks down the uh, corridor from where the labs are and you see okay uh, you see a halfling woman uh, still with her pigtailed brunette hair, uh, her her dark skin having taken on a vibrant blue tone to it, but still in the yellow gingham dress from before, though spattered with blue bile, yeah. is Mindy Meadmaker, eyes burning violet. Uh, she regards you with clear focus steps out onto the stairwell peers up you have moved 30 feet forwards so but that's enough and open and almost seems to unhinge her her jaw and sprays a cone of indigo vomit uh, at all of you uh so she moves right in front of celestia to do this though so uh everyone give me a con save please Um with exhaustion, do saves have disadvantage? No, no not, so not at the level you're right now. Cool. Ooh, that's okay, not bad. Um, this is a poison-based save. Um, 18, 18 25. 25. Okay, no one got below... No, no one got quite low there, so... Uh, you all take half po- of the poison damage from this. So... Poison's resistant as well. Yep. Six. Yep. Thirty. So that thirty 
eight becomes nineteen. <laughs> wow. Which all which for causing becomes nine points of well, poison that damage. That is a very good thing I saved. And yeah. none of you are subject to these uh, to the additional effects of this particular vomit spray. Mm-hmm. Um, and none I of us really are now on one hit points. Yeah, that does. Help. I have. Th- I had thirty-nine hit points. Wow. Now I have. T- yeah, that would have taken me down to one if I'd not saved. Oof. Oh. Jesus. Okay, she. Uh, with the uh, her, she also uh, she steps back. Uh, actually, no, she doesn't step back. She used a movement, but she does begin to direct sections of a horde. From her current position, she is out of sight of the chocolate wall, so she mm-hmm. does not see that. Okay. Because of the curve of the stairs. Mm. Um, all right, which means it—that's the nodes go. It brings us to scamp. Okay, uh, how far away is the node? Uh, the node is thirty-five feet. Uh, okay. From what you can. Okay. Uh, although you, you 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 yeah you like from the source of the spray certainly is, and you guess if you move down a little bit, you can see her. I don't have any chocolate, I don't think, at this point. Do you not? No, no. You, did, you used up your, your squirty thing and didn't oh, replenish it. I've got canteens. Yeah. True. If you I've get, got six. If you get down to Celestia, then... You can take one off me. I'll say bonus action to just yeah. take one off the belt. Okay, uh, can I bonus action that and... Chuck it in the air and Eldritch blast it, uh, and try ooh. and explode it. Improvise, ex- uh, improvise explosive. Go for it. Uh, you scramble, scramble down, grab uh, the uh, the canteen, uh, open it, flick it into the air, and then. Uh, ooh, all three blasts. Then, uh, just give me roll attack for all th- for all three of your blasts. I want to see how 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 widely you can spread this, please. Okay. Um... Lowest I rolled was a 22. Fine. Roll 3d6 damage, please. Uh, not the Eldritch Blast damage. No, it's the Chocolate no, Blast. I chocolate suppose blast. that's to the thing itself. Uh, that is 13. Okay, so the swarm gets a, itself gets a save and fails, so it'll take a full 26 dirt chocolate damage from that. Node uh, gets to make her own save. Okay, Mindy leaps, uh, uh, just leaps to the side, avoiding the worst of the spray. Uh, does still take thirteen points of chocolate damage. So, uh, as you, as the spray hits, uh, several of the, um, several of the creatures just sort of <laughs> drop to the ground, start vomiting up them, uh, their mycoid parasites. Mindy catches some on her arm as she runs out of the way. You see the arm. The indigo starts to peel uh, uh, to peel back into her ordinary uh, skin color, uh, but she does not immediately throw up the um, the parasite. It seems to have a, a firmer grip over her. Okay, that uh, I think that brings us to Corzin because the swarm rolled low. Okay, so um, how far away from me are the is the main body of the uh, swarm? Uh, thirty-five feet. Uh, although actually, because of the spray, probably pushed back to forty-five at this point. 
Okay, second question. Does the staircase we're on have a banister? It does! Excellent question. Would it be possible for me to zip down it? Uh, if you to give, get to where, uh, give to where me, I need to go. <laughs> y- yes, if you want to try and get down faster by uh, th- than your move speed, I need an acrobatics check. That's fair, uh, and I, I will do it. But the uh, the idea no, is whether you get if faster. I traveling at speed, I can um my uh my thought is I can like douse the front row of this lot with the um oh. uh, the super soaker. Okay, you leap onto the balcony banister and just scoot downwards. Acrobatics. That's a natural 20, yes! You scoot downwards um, pretty much uh, fast enough to get into the into the full... Uh, like, you scoot downwards, kick off, so, uh, and then do this thing where you're, like, launching forwards where you release the spray of chocolate. Uh, yep. Twice, because it's a repeater. Excellent. So it's uh, 3d6 and 3d6? Yep, and I'll roll. Okay. First 3d6. Okay. Ooh, that was very good. That's 16. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Not bad, yeah. Makes okay. up for the, like, three that I was rolling last episode. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, and that's a... Uh... Sorry, my brain's just gone. Uh, 15. And a 15. Okay. Nice. So that. Mm. Two sixes twice. <laughs> so that becomes. Okay, I mean, honestly, at that point, uh, that is almost enough damage. That is enough damage that you just. You see the knot of the swarm coming up and just barrel into it. You, sp- you spray the, sw- uh, uh, the entire front row, and as they start collapsing to the ground and, and converting, you barrel into them, roll off their body, and you see the ranks behind just spray down on them before landing on them, using them as cu- human cushions. <laughs> uh, I think that actually takes this entire half of the swarm out. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so where's the mm, node relative to me now? Uh, Mindy, however, is you've, you've sailed past Mindy. You're twenty. You're twenty feet past Mindy at this stage. Uh, she, I rolled concentration, by the way. It's fine. Yeah, thank you. I forgot about that. She is caught by the by some of the spray. She made her save both times. So, in addition to the sixteen damage that you'd already done, you do a total of thirty-one. Which uh, is a lot. You can see several sections. Uh, she's having to work. She's avoided the, a direct hit to mouth or, or nose or nose at any time. But where the spray of chocolate has hit her, you can see the uh, the, uh, the the mycoid uh, blue uh, receding. Well, I yell up at her. Plenty more where that came from. Okay, the swarm is gone and cannot pass through the, uh, down here and cannot pass through the chocolate wall for as long as it's up. Which is a while yet, so that's uh, good. <laughs> which means, Celestia, you, you get to act before uh, Mindy does. How far away is she? Right in front of you. I shove chocolate in her face with one of my canteens. <laughs> okay, just going to make a straight-up chocolate attack. Yep. Um, I guess just make a dexterity weapon attack, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, so dex plus proficiency. Yep. Uh, um, oh God, it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, that is... That's not... Yeah, uh, uh, 12. Okay. Um, 
You don't can get as much. Can I add a d4? You, Is that going to help? You can, and it may. Please. <laughs> I will try, because this might be worth it. It really oh, might to get rid of it. Okay. Yes. That. that is enough to make, to make a difference. I love when things like that help. Like that and inspiration is like my favorite thing. It's so okay, she's, you can see that she's on the back foot and about to go, uh, but I would like you to roll 2d6, because it's, it's not quite as, uh, as effective uh, if not sprayed widely. So 2d6. Yes, please. Uh, uh, seven. Okay. Uh, that is still an effective hit, though. So she takes an additional seven damage. Uh, she is, v- by curing standards, very seriously wounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you can see that she is struggling to keep control of her host. Uh, but that brings us to her turn, I believe, unless you've got a bonus action or anything. Oh, nope. Okay. Oh, actually, how injured is Scamp? Uh, good question. Uh, I'm on about quarter hit points. Yeah. Looking I'm, seriously wounded. I'm gonna heal you. Um, oh, God, what level do I do this at? I'm really worried about running out of low-level spells because I'm going to start killing people. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. it's an issue. Um, I think I'm going to do you quite a high-level healing word, mate, to be honest, because um, I'm more worried about losing all my level 1 spells than I am losing higher ones, because this combat is weird. Um, yep. Where are yep. my D4s? So, yeah, you hear a ding, as ever. Um, uh, none of the dies are D4s. Oh, God. Right, there we go. <laughs> Um, okay, two, five, six, seven, ten, um, fifteen. That's a shit roll, but hey-ho, you've got some hit points. Okay, given that she is currently only next to... uh, Yeah, she's next to uh, Celestia, but not Scamp. I think she's... Uh, you can see the panic in her eyes, uh, her violet eyes. So she's going to spring away from Celestia without disengaging. So mm-hmm. uh, Celestia can make an attack of opportunity. Oh, please. Um, what I, can I do it with? I guess you can do it with a chocolate. Can I? If you want to use a chocolate uh, I canister. I suppose it's not magic, is it? Hand, so yeah. yeah. If you want to use um, a chocolate canister as a, another improvised melee weapon. So dex plus proficiency again? Yeah, sure. I probably he probably shouldn't be with the proficiency, but sod it. <laughs> um, that is eighteen actually. Okay, roll two d six then. Um, six. Finish her. <laughs> um, so she's yeah. doing a sort of leap through the air, mm. right? Like a zombie yeah. film leap. <laughs> Basically, um, I just hold this canteen of chocolate out in such a way that the end of her leap, her mouth just falls onto it, and I just squeeze it. Okay, <laughs> like she's actually bellows. about to do a, a, a zombie leap away. So you, so anticipating this, you kind of grab, step behind her, and as she's leaping up, chug <laughs> the chocolate right so down her throat. So she leaps onto it, and I just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the shudders, hits the ground, hands it like hands and knees. <laughs> vomits up several this, this thick string of Press indigo notes chocolate onto any and all of them 
thought you destroyed this. Ugh. Um, we tried, but it turns out there were some fucking carriers or something. So, yeah. She slumps to the ground, passing out from the exhaustion of uh, of being purged of her uh, of her parasite. Mm, that's fair. Okay, for the moment at least, this uh, th- this section of combat is over. The uh, the swarm above is not is 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 stymied by the chocolate. We've got ten minutes, <laughs> but not for long. All right, let's use it. All right, uh, you can uh, you can see just in the hallway next to door, uh, labs forty, forty two, and forty four are uh, is the forty two, forty two. Yes, right. Okay, you pick up. Uh, Cousin, roll me a d20, please. Okay. Oh, that's an 11. Okay. It takes you uh, 20 seconds of fumbling to find the right key on the key ring. (laughs) Uh, But you do manage to get the door unlocked. Um, And inside you can see there's uh, there's a variety of weapons under manufacture, but... Stored in a little clear uh, clear glass cabinet, you can see what looks to be a small, well-made rifle with a curious little setup. Uh, what appears to be some sort oh. of uh, hand pump uh, that uh, uh, that is connected to like a large, just canister on the top. Um, actually, for this one, yeah, probably would be on the top. Um, it looks as though, although it seems to definitely be still muzzle loading, um, this does appear to be some sort of powderless rifle. Sized for a cut mm-hmm. half thing. Okay, so Colson is going to go up to it. Um, is it, uh, is, does the case open specifically? Uh, it does, it's not locked. You t- right, okay. Get open. Pick it up. He uh, picks it's... It up. There is a grin like Doom Guy picking up the BFG 9000. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's even this. It seems to be sized to work with your normal carbine uh, bullets right, as well. So, um, is it uh, relatively easy to figure out how um, how this thing loads? Uh, yeah, it, it loads the same as your carbine. It's muzzle loaded but rifled. Right. And it looks as though. And you get a sense that they, you probably need to, like. Probably. You need to pump up the uh, the the air thing in advance. Uh, probably take a minute or so of just furious, furious fisting, um, and then furious fisting. Yeah. Goodness, this is an exotic. Episode. Could someone just oh, yeah. go through this episode and just like number all the reference, all the dodgy things in this one? Oh, yeah. I require a super cut of this episode. Super cut of this episode. So you'll make yourselves ill. It's all the weird shit. Yeah. Uh, okay, have it. You've acquired the air carbine. Um, Excellent. Twenty years before it will be invented, uh, but that's the power yeah. of the institute. All right. You pick up the. Uh, you pick up the machine. I rolled a luck check for you as a group. Miraculously, it does not appear to be seriously dented. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> Does the in the board mechanically work the same as the regular one? Uh yeah, it's still white right. trigger, point trigger, etc. It's just yeah, silenced, fine, fine. which is awesome, by the way. Um, That's amazing. It's yeah. so good. Okay, uh, so oh, and on a misfire, 
On a misfire, it is unlikely to uh, explode, but the canister might burst or something and require repair. Okay. All right. So the although misfires almost never come up because you're a halfling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So you pick up the uh, 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 the steam engine between the three of you and scramble your way down the stairs, uh, all the way down past the stacks uh you have fortunately already defeated or impeded the horde so you are not assailed by uh by fungal zombies while trying to make your way through the library stacks with the uh, as you as you pass through a series of moving bookshelves that can be rotated uh with wheels so that they slam into each other that's an encounter we didn't have. I'm uh, so sorry. It's okay. Um, you do. I dropped something down a flight of stairs and ruined everything. <laughs> I just want you to know what you missed, and make your oh, way. Oh, I'm sorry. You to... sad. Maybe, maybe in a, maybe in another library adventure, That'd we can have a fight in the stairs. Find us another library. We will get into a fight. I promise. <laughs> we will. <laughs> I promise you with my whole heart that the second we're in a library will make it a problem. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. We'll start a fight. You can rely we'll on... start a fight in the stacks. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you do manage to carry it with some, a certain amount of grunting and <laughs> between the three of you down to the... Um, down to the, uh, to the section of pipe... Uh, 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 this sort of conduit of pipes next to the uh, vault door. The three of you working together begin... Uh, pi- uh, the, the machine's already loaded, so you gather the sort of combination of oil, high-proof alcohol, and el- elven fire package that has been put together. Mm. Uh, kind of carefully place it in with the coal inside the burner. Kind of set it up in position. Um, none of you have proficiency in the engineering in it with engineers tools nope so i guess working together whoever wants to can i guess uh, with advantage make um make a wisdom check to try and connect this thing up to the pipes um, properly this feels like what i've been saving a use of inspiration for and i know that Corzin okay. has the highest wisdom here Okay. So I'm just gonna also, go. Also, if it's not me, I might be able to add a D4. So mm. okay. just gonna go. Ships are basically machinery, right? Well, yeah. Yes. Go you. Sort of. D10. You can't roll a one. <laughs> you feel right. there's there's a sort of nervous energy that fills you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right. That is a nineteen. Okay. You got to do turn up your okay. want as well. You. Uh, is it worth using that inspiration? You might want to use it because it's really yeah, important. I'm gonna do yep. it. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Just take okay, it over twenty, uh, you know. Nineteen. Uh, so twenty-eight now. Twenty-eight. No, sorry, twenty-seven. Okay. Oh, twenty-seven. Fine. You uh, take the flywheel. Uh, uh, you, t- you basically take the flywheel and take a moment to like puzzle through. Uh, the setup. Uh, after a moment, you realise that there is a, that there is actually an emergency hand pump system uh, for uh, for unblocking uh, uh, for unblocking pipes. So taking some rope, uh, essentially 
and some uh, uh, you tie you connect the flywheel up to all of the emergency hand pumps so that they run as like a, a, a complex pulley system give a kind of experimental tug of the flywheel and you see them all kind of move a little bit it's going to need the full power of the steam engine to make it work but you should now have an emergent uh, the pump system rigged up you right, i think that's got it okay the moment you start the engine it's going to uh, uh, engine it should take about a minute to uh, to to uh, start burning up to full spin enough to mm-hmm. actually pump everything so if there's anything you want to do before that starts because once it pumps you're gonna have anywhere between three to five minutes of um of actual chocolate spray after it gets going i think we've got to start running to the security place really haven't we yeah Yeah. as soon as you let Um, that go what i mean to say is before you start it going yeah uh, super soaker oh yeah let's do that okay so you've got it all hooked up next to the pipes next to so you hook everything up. You refill cause and super soaker. Anything uh, you you uh, uh, so you're currently in the basement of the library below the stacks next to the vault by the uh, by the uh, the pipes. Is there anything you want to do before you set your final sort of timer starting? Scamp, have a canteen of chocolate. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say now that these magic bags are empty, I've got to put some in it from the bowl. Mm. Good Let's idea. fill up the the ones of your canisters that are empty and put some of it in. Everything you put Amazing. in your bags I'll is going to be smeared with chocolate. By the way. Perfect. Oh yeah, these bags are goddess anyway. <laughs> I can maybe clean them. I don't know. You, 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 you can, can press to take the, the interior of a bag if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Do that and come out. You clean out stamps regular bags. Yeah. I mean, these bags are only going to last eight hours, and most of them are canisters anyway. So true, true. Uh, really but I mean, if you if you want a bag clean so that you can, uh, like for your own use, that's not chocolate based, you that can, can just happen. Just at the it. moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, do we want to steal something from the vault that could be useful? I can't think of it. I'm looking at the list of things I wrote. I can't think of how any of it would be particularly useful right now. Um, right here and right now, I can't think of anything but... Um, nothing in this fight that would make it notes. better, I think. Uh, yep. Music blade, f- uh, fingerless gloves that, uh, that can't be torn, uh, f- free healing potion thing, invisible dagger... <laughs> Hunker quartz oh, and medicine ball. <laughs> giant medicine ball. The thing is, we don't know what half the buggers do, really, do we? So yeah, and I don't think a really important fight where we could get loads of people killed is necessarily the time to find out, is it? Not really, no. no. <laughs> okay, you are not going into the vault. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. All right then. I mean, do we need to? Like, is there anything else in the vault that we need? Not really. Not is that it? it's immediately useful to us, I don't think. I mean, there's plenty of stuff in there that would be good to have, like not least the <laughs> teleportation circle, but it doesn't yeah. really do us any good right now. Nah, not massively. All right. In which case, then, you uh, leave the vault B, insert, uh, and basically, yeah, how do you want to ignite the, uh, the quick start package? 
think the think the the bundle like the red uh, the red bundle from the third Back to the Future movie for quick starting <laughs> the, uh, right. the, the 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 steam engine. I mean, can you do it with like like a spell? Like oh yeah, you can just firebolt. I just wanted yeah. to check who or wants to do it. firebolt. Yeah. Sam, do you want to do the honors? Yeah. How much of a start does it need? You just need to get the elven fire going. It's a boomf. Because like maybe like a there's some spells that do like a spark that might be a little safer. Be... Uh, I could do that. Yep. I mean, I can start a campfire, so I assume that's... Oh yeah, you can you can just press digitate that thing yeah. going. All right, are we ready? Because yep. fire does quite a lot. Yeah, that's true. Ready? Yep. Yep. Okay. You snap your fingers. The top of the elven fire cork comes off and it immediately <laughs> ignites upon Ooh, that that contact with the air. You slam the boiler at the furnace door shut and just start legging it. As you see, as you hear the uh, the furnace quickly burn, uh, burn. There's a sort of bubbling in the boiler as the little flywheel slowly starts to turn. Oh, she said we have to wait until um, until, until it's, it's going, going fast. There's you so kind the, of the thing becomes a circle. Dot yes. becomes a yeah. circle. You can see there's a little red dot in it. You wait tensely. Ten seconds passed. Seems to turn. Twenty spinning. Thirty. And it's about forty seconds in before the hurriedly spinning red dot becomes to your eyes a clear red circle. Okay, run. Run to security run. now. Okay, I want everyone to make um to make just a straight athletics check to fucking sprint this. If one of us is slow, uh, we should leave them because we've just got to flick, flip the switch as quick as we can. Okay, that's 21. Uh, 14. Okay, I might use... Tides isn't active, is it? Nope. I will use it to not have disadvantage. Go for it. That's a one. A non-natural one. A oh, non-natural one. Okay. Uh, Scamp is the one who falls behind. You scramble as you scramble up to the top of the library. You get through the stacks. You get to the uh, to the doorway. Uh, you begin running pell mell across the uh, uh, the open grounds, and there is no stealth here. All of the creatures <laughs> start turning and and scrambling towards you. You uh, you run uh, straight towards security. You can see the doors there. And about halfway along, Scamp, you trip on a flagstone. And I need you to roll 2d100s, please. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> this would be a great time to have not thrown a d100 across the room. <laughs> You're not having a good dice day, are you? Mm. They're going everywhere. Um, 72 and 26. Okay, you feel as you fly through the air like you could become very hardy or very uh, or, 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 or very perceptive for about a minute. I wonder what might be more, more useful than a, than a horde of zombies. I might become <laughs> a little bit hardy, please. Okay, you f- uh, Scamp flies through the air and hits the ground with a clunk. <laughs> Uh, you glance back just for a moment as you were running. That by this, as this is happening, Scamp pulled her hind a bit. The pair of you are almost at the door, and you kind of glance back just for a moment as you see as you see Scamp trip, fly through the air, hit the ground with a 
clunk sound and stumble up uh, and, uh, and you see them just about get to their knees as all around them the swarm closes in and in the moonlight you can see Scamp appears to be made entirely of granite. And we're going to pick up with that particular zombie dogpile after these no doubt important messages. Come and sample the beer barrel chocolatier today. We have it with fruits, nuts, praline, solid, liquid, salted, with milk, without. You can like, rate, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs and check out their Patreon and all the exclusive content thereon. Or you can just get in line at the chocolate fountain. 100% guaranteed, no mycanoid interference, or your money back. And welcome back. So... Scamp uh, is, I'm going yep. to say, a full 30 feet behind the rest of the party, currently prone, because you know, you're on your hands and knees, um, and being flanked by a swarm. The rest of you are, uh, the, the other pair of you, you are at the door to security at this very moment, 30 feet away. Everyone roll initiative, please. Natural one, but lucky. Um, natural one, but not lucky. Okay. Which, uh, I mean... The one is a six, but, like, I doubt it makes a difference. It's a one. <laughs> okay. That's an eight. Okay. All right, then. The, um... At which point, then, the first thing that happens is... Scamp. The swarm is... Essentially, because of the sprinting and the delay from you falling, upon and around you, trying to claw at you and uh, beat you unconscious, slather you with the uh, with the uh, with the mycoid uh, bile. What do you want to do? How far ahead is everyone else? Sorry, say that again. How far ahead are the others? Thirty feet. Yeah. Oh dear. Like directly or directly. slightly off to directly, the side? Oh dear. Directly ahead of you. You're going in a straight line. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to stand up. Okay, half your movement. You've got 15 feet of movement left. Hmm. Oh well, I'm going to cast. I've got a quicken sustained wind. Okay, um, as you focus. What part of your body do you wish the blast of uh, gale force winds to emerge from? What part of your body do you want the wind to come My nose! <laughs> Surging forth from Scamp's nose is a sustained blast of forward wind. So this works like like gust of wind, but uh, for the next up to four hours with concentration. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, this is a ridiculously over-the-top spell, but I don't have any sort of crowd control that isn't lethal. <laughs> Fair. Makes sense. Okay, so uh, where do you want to point it to start with? Forward, because I want to clear a path. Okay, uh, and you do. As the blast of wind uh, comes forward, I think I need to roll like a strength check for the swarm here. Oh yeah, that yeah, that does not save. work. Um, 
mycoid nodes nodes are flung out of your path clear um however because you are going forwards uh let me just trying to find gust of wind and finding out how long the path forward is it's 120 feet it's going to hit everything cool uh Paulson <laughs> and celestia you also need to make strength saves please Okay. <laughs> oh no <laughs> okay that's a dirty 20 three okay, okay. causing saves causing <laughs> you brace yourself against the <laughs> sudden rush of wind uh celestia, the ground and has experience of gale force winds yeah <laughs> celestia you are smacked uh you're already up against the wall but you were smacked against the wall which means that your movement you Essentially, your movement uh, for the rest of this round, I'm going to say, is... Uh, you can move away just fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that moving to... Uh, 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 but you can't... Uh, getting cl- Yeah, it's as the spell, you can't get any closer to Scamp without, okay. without spending but two But Scamp is behind me. But Scamp's behind you, so it's not an and issue. And I'm going forwards. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so it could be okay. It, so it is could the be worse. door now open? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, I'm going to roll a strength check for the door. Okay, the door uh, swings. um, Ah, shit. Uh, How much force can this do? Because the thing is, this is an occasion where the door should open outwards to get into the open Ah. It's pushed 25 feet. So however much force it would take to push a person 25 feet away. Okay. Well, I'm going to call this a... It's basically a strength check. I guess I'm rolling a, a strength save for the object with advantage to see whether it gets blown off its hinges, which is more the concern. Okay. Um, this is a reinforced door for security. Uh, and by simple virtue of the fact that it opens outwards, uh, it holds rattling against the... Um, against the door frame and does not is not uh basically this thing is designed to take a battering ram if need be mm. so a gale force wind in the first round not gonna help. is not enough to yeah. knock, knock it inwards just about where the hinges are um okay it is ironically also going to mean that to open it is going to now require a strength check yeah yeah i know i know <laughs> Oh, it's okay. I dropped a steam engine down the stairs and nearly killed us all before. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, fine. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, None yeah. of us are having the best fine. day. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna use my action because that was I've quickened that as a, yep, to make it a bonus that. action. I'm gonna use my action to disengage. Okay. Nice. Because I'm surrounded on all the other side still. Okay. Uh, you still have 15 feet of movement if you want. I will move towards the door, please. You're now 15 feet from the door, projecting this cone of air forwards. All right. Sorry. Uh, brings us to initiative count 20. So at this point, then, I'm going to say, I've got limited options here, uh, more members of the swarm start piling in from all sides. Um, you So the swarm gains... Yeah, the swarm gains half a dozen members. Um, so, uh, uh, so additional hit points are added to the swarm as more members start scrambling towards you. That's as far. That's going all that's going to happen in initiative count twenty. Uh, 
brings us to initiative count eight. It's causing no o'clock. <laughs> okay. Um, I suppose... Yeah, no, with, with the, the gale force wind in my face, there is not really any, um, any sense in me trying to uh, spray the pursuers, is there? I just get it... Like, it, it's literally pissing into the wind. Uh, you are, yeah, you are literally pissing into the wind if you try and spray backwards. Yeah, I mean, okay. uh, technically, you c- Scamp's cone of effect is quite narrow, so you oh. could move out of the uh, of the gale and then s- spray backwards. Yeah, it's uh, only fifteen feet wide. You can yeah. step to the, the side. Yeah, I think I, if I move on a diagonal, so I'm getting yeah. closer to them, relatively speaking, but also yeah. just moving out of the. Uh, you basically have to spend. A, I'm gonna. I'll say that you you have to spend. F- Ten feet of movement just to get her out of this of the gust. Yeah, um, that's fine. And then, then so you have the rest of it. Fifteen feet to play with, which means you can move next to Scamp. Right. Yeah. So um, I will attempt to uh, uh, anoint the pursuers. With okay, the, struggling uh, out of uh, out of the uh, uh, of the cone of air, you scramble uh, beside Scamp. <laughs> Spray the pursuers. Okay, that's 14. Okay, uh, they are saving against that. Sorry, I just got to check what their con saves, deck saves are here. Okay, um, 14. They do actually make that save, so the double damage from it being area is halved. So they take 14 points of damage. Okay. Uh, um, it is it vulnerable to chocolate, though. Don't they uh, take more because it's chocolate? Uh, yes, they do. Uh, but they also saved, so half so. Um, right, no, we, pre- we established in the previous episode that it triples. So, 28 damage. Cool. Okay. Um, well, it is enough if... to spray the, the half dozen that just joined and leave them uh, clawing uh, their throats on the ground, vomiting up uh, the spores. Okay, um, with the... Uh... The second attack, uh, if I can uh, take that, I will mm-hmm. attempt to inter- interpose myself between uh, Scamp and uh, any of the other pursuers. Okay. Do I, uh, do I have enough movement to do that? Uh, y- you can just about manage it. Uh, and right. yes, you said you have a second attack, so go for it. Yep. Okay, that is. Oh, another 14. Okay, fourteen. Uh, this time, yeah, they definitely save against that. So another twenty-eight damage. Um, so you successfully spray another twenty-eight damage. Sorry, one moment. It's a lot of maths. It's quite okay. It is. Do not worry. Yeah, against. Okay, so the swarm is the swarm is especially vulnerable to this weapon uh, by virtue of it being a swarm. So you clear. You kind of hose them down, clearing a path behind, uh, a swathe behind Scamp as this is happening. Uh, which brings us to the swarm. Swarm's going to swarm. Yep. Um, as they come close enough, they begin, their attention <laughs> refocuses. Uh, and a few things are going to happen. The first thing that happens is swar- members of the swarm leap forwards with terrifying speed because uh, they because they can dash as bonus action, so 60 feet forwards. 
and begin clawing at Corzin's scamp. So if they are still on you at the start of your turn, you will take uh, swarm damage. The next thing that happens is, I kind of got to roll a strength check here. Okay. By dint of the bodies pushing against it, um, the door shoves open from the inside. Okay. Bagger. As you hear the screeching. Um, at which point... Celestia, I need to make another strength save, please, because okay. you're currently pushed up against the door by the spray of wind. Okay, it's better. Um, that's a... F- Ooh, what's my save? Where's the save? That's a 15, sorry. Okay. I forgot how to d d um. F- 15 is good, but Scamp's DC is 18. So you are flung into the room. I want to be in the room. And possibly into a mass of uh, of uh, of node zombies. Well, you know, ups and downs. Yeah, you're a cannonball. Yeah, drones. That's it. That's what we're for. Okay, so Celestia, um, you get to you get a moment. Or as you scramble uh, against the creatures clawing at you all around you to witness the scene in progress. Mm-hmm. The main area of the security office is solidly under siege. Bodies unconscious for the most part rather than cured of uh, various mycoid drones are piled up against the walls where they've been dragged out of the way just to make space for the uh, for the rest of the assault there are easily a hundred well now significantly less people here total uh, they are scrambling against metal security barriers that have been pulled down sections of which seem to have been torn open by sheer just force of repetitive effort you can see broken furniture where they've been smashing at it um, you can also make out through these reinforced grills what seems to be um, a besieged force behind. Uh, through the, uh, th- you can you catch a glimpse of the three-headed commandant Terence Cell um, raising their uh, their hands and with flares of what looked to you like spiritual energy, causing greenish purple bolts of light to blast forwards at the creatures trying to climb through what appears to be a breach in the steel barrier Mm. trying to get to them Uh, they seem to be doing their best to try and shoot non-lethally but it is just blunt force impact again and again Mm. Um, behind them, them you can see a handful of figures most of them working around what looks like a complex sort of uh, dwarven artifact uh, made of, of mage metals with runes carved into it. Uh, they appear to be the various mage members of the staff mm. doing their best to try and keep a ward stable. This includes Vivienne. And you can see that beside uh, and slightly before Terence are three more members of the security team 
the ones still standing, others are unconscious, bloodied, and in some cases starting to go bluish by the sides. Mm. Uh, and a blood-stained, torn-dress Lady Grace, who seems to have mm. a long wooden pole that she's wielding like a rapier. And every time one of them, uh, one of the swarm clambers forward, she just stab, just punches them with it, like right in the solar plexus, <laughs> and they crumble over. Mm. Oh, Celestia's shoulders drop slightly at the sight of Lady Grey still being alive. Those uh, shoulders can rise again. However, oh yeah, they're very the, much. Because you see four figures that, uh, t- at least three of which turn to regard you. Um, Three of the figures are, you see are seem to be focused on and supervising the uh, the siege of the secure uh, of the armory. Um, you recognise the now blue-skinned, violet-eyed forms of uh, Chief Researcher Juarez, Administrator Runecarver, mm-hmm. and um, the Doctor. Cleric uh, Sierra Guelph, mm. who seems to have been all of whom seem to have been turned into nodes, uh, and the and as a result of that, the uh, drones in here are acting with a lot more focus and attention than elsewhere. Mm-hmm. However, one the last figure that turns, you vaguely recognise elements of the form of Captain Ivo North. Um, there is still the orcish tech two thirty one twenty one. There is still the orcish cast to his features, his the prominent tusks, the bald head, but his grey yellow skin has changed. It is now, uh, in fact, his whole body has undergone a dramatic change. His skin is a bright blue with spots of shimmering glowing violet going down the length of his body uh also his clothes are torn so you can see a lot more flesh than usual not that much flesh but you know a pg appropriate um uh, ripped <laughs> body <laughs> ripped amount mm-hmm. of clothing um a crest of mushroom-like mach- material has grown back and out of their bald head kind of like almost like like the uh like the cap of a mushroom and uh, and it looks almost like a high collar or crown a dusting of glowing sparkling indigo spores cascades from the crest as they move and they move fluidly and gracefully (sighs) we have visitors and Celestia, start of your turn. Please roll a. I think you're surrounded by. You're surrounded by a mycoid swarm. So, um, yeah, deck save, please. Cool. Oh, that's decent. Uh, twenty-five. Okay, twenty-five is decent. Uh, so you take half the damage from this. Uh, could I? Can I borrow a, a D8 from you, please, man? You can. Have an ice cream one. There you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you, ice cream dice, for providing this. Okay, so, which means half damage. You take... Okay, ten 
28, 14 total points between poison and bludgeoning okay. as uh, as mycoid drones claw and punch at you uh, and in some cases just try and spit blue icor uh, over your skin. You are surrounded by drones, many of whom are now being pushed against each other by the blast of wind, but are kind of holding steady. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you wish to do? You know, I hear it's always polite to bring chocolate when you're a visitor. Um, I, I'm gonna. I've got a bomb and a canteen of chocolate. Yes. Can I do the same thing I did before? Yep. You. I want to throw a chocolate bomb at this big scary one with the mushroom crown and any nearby. Okay. Obviously, uh, I mean, it will explode, so we hope it will the explode. terror of effect. So, uh, roll 3d6 and I'll roll some uh, dodges. I'm going to say you can hit the nex- the mycoid nexus and it will automatically hit some of the swarm. Cool. Oh, that's not bad. Um, 13. Oh, okay, 13. Not bad on 3d6, honestly. All right, well... Yeah. Um, There's one of my bombs out and one of my so canteen. So, halved out. and doubled, basically, the uh, the mic and it's an area effect. So, well, the mycoid swarm does take the full 26 damage uh-huh. uh, from this. Um, yeah, but that is a result. And that's with saving. Wow, the, the, I forgot how, how vulnerable I made these things. These. Uh, so, mm. that it, no, it's good, you need it. Uh, so 26 <laughs> okay so uh, with that t- 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 times three yeah you see eight of this uh, uh, of the drones around the nexus kind of <laughs> get struck by blasts of this thing um, of, of chocolate the nexus grabs one of the drones and brings it up in front of them to take the spray uh, but the, uh, but where it does touch them, you can see small hints around the the points of impact where the chocolate starts to clear their skin. But mm. it's very slow. Uh, this nexus is much more resistant to the effects of the chocolate than the others. This is so they're not taking double damage from it. Okay. Um. I don't know if this would work as a bonus action or not okay. so this is like a dm call and um, we're looking for the sprinkler switch aren't we uh yes that is good you're going to need to make sure that that thing can be turned back on can i have a look and like make can, a perception can check, i do that please. as my bonus action yes, you is that can. allowed cool um uh, that's a 12 okay uh, the good news is you can because uh, you can see the pipe, the sprinkler, the sprinkler. Uh, there's like basically a wheel. It's uh, in red, and it is fortunately on this side of the security uh, system. Uh, the prop, the downside is it's 60 feet away across a sea of mycoid drones mm-hmm. on the opposites uh, and on the far side of the nexus and at least one of the three nodes. I'm gonna start going. Okay, you start Get making as far towards it as I uh, can. You can make 15 feet because you're, I will you're do that. wading through the swarm. So you are 45 feet from the uh, 45 feet from the uh, <laughs> from the wheel. Okay, at the end of your turn, uh, the mycoid nexus is going to take a bo- a legendary action. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they, you see him sort of focus and. V- 
he kind of shakes his head and the indigo glowing like vibrant uh, spores seem to flash uh, brightly and disappear from existence about a third of them and then okay who we get who's the best effect what can he see from here he can just about see and is kind of holding against the spray of wind all three of you so he twists his hand and all uh, and you see the flash of blue lights around his fingers and all three of you feel daggers driving into your mind as if something is trying to cut off your connection to your body i need everyone to make a wisdom save please i am going to use the tides which i think are back now yeah. okay yeah nope um Five. Eighteen. Eleven. Okay. Uh, okay, so eighteen was who? So Scamp. Me. Okay, Scamp, you resist. Corzin, Celestia, you are both held as your bodies just lock up. You feel the icy grip of magic. Or, well, it doesn't quite feel like magic. Not a magic that you recognize. There's no spirit that you can see. But your bodies just cease responding. You're frozen like statues. I don't see the caster, do I? Uh, no, you, you, all three of you can now see them as they step into position so that they can see the three of you. Well, they, they need 60 lighter. feet of me. <laughs> uh, they... Ooh... They are with just about within 60 feet of you, yes. So you can use this. Okay. Does that just cancel it, or is there a roll? I can't, um, I can't remember. Uh, uh, they have to make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. Thank you. <laughs> Which will be... Uh, make DC me make 16. a wisdom saving throw? I'll make you make a wisdom saving yeah. throw. <laughs> okay, wisdom, yeah, wisdom, wisdom that. save. You get a if wisdom they fail, save. The, the, the spell <laughs> ends immediately. Okay. Uh, ooh, what is your DC? Uh, 16. 16. Uh, 16, that does make it. I mean... Technically, uh, Scamp, you can see this happening. So yeah, I mean, be... uh, am I feeling like this is close or fifty-fifty? And this is a spell. Yep. Yes, or at least certainly it's some sort of magic. You think? But it's not Reg something I could count a spell. Um, I would need an Arcana check from you. I'm at disadvantage for everything, so I'm going to roll the d4. Fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> I feel like that's got a better chance of my arcana being any good, and yeah. Because yeah. while this is weirdly specific, it isn't based Ooh, on what three. level it. Oh. Three is enough. That's, yes! They, you see them, uh, you, you kind of, uh, you lash forwards with one of your, uh, with the, uh, with the uh, super soaker, and the Ambivalent octopus wraps a tendril round the uh, around the nexus's arm. It begins to shrug it off, but just seems to. There's like a flash of strength to the octopus, and they just manage to tear whatever effect this is loose. You feel the knife, the psychic knives pull free, as you successfully foil the mycoid nexus's psionic attack. Yes. And that's foiled oh, from everyone. You well don't. All three of you are released from from hold. Yes. Fucking love you, oh. says Celestia. <laughs> okay. 
it looks like the intensity of its uh, little spores coming from its head, about two-thirds of what they were before. Hmm. Okay, top of the round, then. It, it's a scamp. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to stand next to Corzin so that I don't hit Corzin and yep. change the direction of the wind. Okay. Um, uh, so that we can get in the door okay, and you... get rid of the ones around us. Right, so you're just going to change it so that it's going backwards. You refocus, and so now it's coming yeah. out the back of your head or your ass, your choice. <laughs> ears! The, the back butt. of my ears! Back of your ears. <laughs> Um, as it blasts away, <laughs> blasts away the uh, sections of the of the swarm behind you. Uh, although you do start in the swarm, so actually this is a good point. So yeah. please roll a deck save. That's true. It might drop. Cause... This does uh, mean that, that is a ha, that is a ten on the deck save. That unfortunately is with nodes around to focus it is not enough. They're a little bit smarter while there's a node around, so you do take some damage. Uh, you take a total of 9 points of bludgeoning and 15 of uh, poison, so that means 24. But I am resistant to everything right now. 12. <laughs> oh, you are resistant you are, to everything. Because of course I forgot about this. Scamp appears to be made entirely of granite right now. I'm resistant to everything for another eight rounds. Yep, they're just vein grey and pink sat a granite. Uh, and I'm concentrating just fine with a 25. Actually, forget grey and pink. You're pink and white. Uh, you're like uh, uh, you're pink and white granite. You know that particular Aww, type? Yeah. 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 So bonus action turn the things around backwards. So they, they look like themselves, just made out of rock. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so you've turned, you've turned the uh, you turn the the wind behind you. Uh, right, you still have your action, you still have your movement. Um, if I move forward at all, Corson's going to get hit by the blast. So that's not really going to work. You can maneuver around me, can't you? It's a fifteen foot thing going out uh, from me okay. if i move into that room you're going to get hit with it hmm. at which yes. point you can't get into the room and you can you do can, more chocolate damage than i can you can technically drag cause in 15 feet forwards <laughs> yeah I, I will not resist if that oh is, let's do that let's use do. the movement to get us in the room and then yeah. i can be blocking them from getting in the door yep this does get this you the pair of you to the door in. i have an idea Okay. So you the now... outside swarm now ha is can't get past because of the wind. Yeah. Or is, so... is will find it harder to get past because of the wind. Yeah. Um. I've got some chocolate on me. Try to think what's the best, messiest way of getting chocolate over in everyone. The three. Probably the Eldritch are... Blast again. Yep. Fair enough. Okay, make your uh, throw. Or I could just hit them. The temptation yeah. to just hit them with spells is also very strong. I would say that it looks like the Nexus in particular is particularly tough. I mean, they might take more damage from chocolate. Would make sense. 
Yeah, but my t my chocolate damage is limited. Mm -hmm. And if we can get rid of that big one, then we can do a lot more quickly. Very true. Okay. So. Um, uh... Is there a way of doing any chromatic damage that isn't lethal? Uh, thunder, a push. Maybe I'll try and do something like that. Yeah, depends on the strength of it, or the total damage, but... Oh, I'm so worried about rolling badly and wasting a good spell. Yeah, because this is like not... concussive, or is it just sonic? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it's kind of concussive sonic. Right. Oh, I want to tides this, but I can't do it at the moment. I've got to wait until tides activate, so maybe I should hold off on that. What do you want to do? Ah! Mm. Everything and nothing simultaneously. I'm going to do a chocolate <laughs> at the moment while Tides is sort of active because I you want the advantage All if right. I'm going to be throwing are you a gonna, Are you spell. just aiming this at the swarm then? Um, I'm going to go for the nodes and the nexus if I can. You can, you can go for a node, the nexus and some swarm. Uh, sorry, that Anode, or the Nexus, and some Swarm. They're too spread out ah. for you to hit. So, uh, pick your choice. We need to get past the Nexus, though, don't we, to get to that you switch. Do. So I will I will chuck a canteen and... Okay, make your three Eldritch attacks. Blast. <laughs> uh, lowest is a 22 again. Okay, you all three shots hit the canister, and it goes close enough to the Nexus to spray. Roll 3d6. <laughs> Oh, terrible. Eight. Okay. Uh, so, save for Okay. Uh, the Nexus does again pick up one of the uh, <laughs> one of the nodes and just fling it in front of them. So you do. So the the Nexus actually only takes half damage from this, as it avoids the worst. Uh, it only gets a couple of spots of, of chocolate on it. But the swarm does significantly take more damage. Uh, so that was another 16. Which... Cool, thank you. Addition. Uh, or subtraction, mm. actually, this would be. Maths! Maths! Okay, mm. that is the end of your turn, Scamp. Which brings us to yep. initiative count 20. The three nodes are going to act. Uh, so the first thing they're going to do... One of, one of them is actually uh, keeps just sending bodies into the into the pile over on the other side. Um, yeah, all three of them are going to take an action here. One of them is going to is to, going to turn towards the grate and vomit a spray through it <laughs> at Commandant Terencell. He's going to roll a save with advantage because of their habitual chocolate consumption <laughs> which they've just had some uh, still bad though you see uh blue spray cover terence cell and two of the uh, uh, two of the uh, uh, uh and two of these uh, cre uh of the security guards uh and lightly spray lady grace who avoids most of it although a couple of uh spots do fall on her you see her quickly dab uh, a cloth into a small cup of chocolate. Very small one. Looks like they're using what's left of Terence's supplies here. 
to wipe it clear. The two security guards go down, though. Mm-hmm. And Terence is... You can see uh, covered in small blue patches where it's trying to seize control of them. The other two are going to focus on you. So one is going to spray because of how spread out you are. They've got a choice of Celestia and Scamp or Scamp and Cause. And they're going to go Celestia and Scamp. So again... <laughs> Can I have dex saves? Uh, sorry, no, this isn't dex. I think this is actually uh, con saves, please. Con. Oh, dear. Oh, not great. Uh, so, 12. Oh, uh, you don't need to. You're, you're not in the, in the spray oh, of this. Right. It's just... 12. 16. 12 and 16. Okay. Uh, so, Celestia, you are covered in uh, in this. Uh, Scamp, you, are, you avoid the worst of it. So... So let's just quickly top these up. So 16, um, 24, 28, 29. Okay, Scamp takes 14 points of poison damage. Celestia takes 29 points of poison damage. You are poisoned until some chocolate gets on um, you. Am I now? Because I'm unconscious as well as poisoned. So Okay, that takes you, takes you to zero. Huh. I am down. Okay. Is that because I saved or because I'm resistant? Because you saved. Are you resistant to poison? I'm resistant to everything right now. Oh, sorry. In which case, you uh, you actually then will take six. Okay. I forget that you're resistant to everything. Please keep reminding me. I will do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celestia is not resistant to everything. No, you I'm see them, uh, You see her oh, covered in blue and <clears throat> slumped to the ground. Oh, shit. And at that point, well, I get to use the heightened form of this. Uh, I was, I was, go- I thought I was going to get to use the lesser version. Um, the f- so, Juarez has sprayed into the compound through the steel gate. Uh, Sierra Guelph, the cleric, sprays Celestia, and the node form of Administrator Rune Carver focuses their eyes glowing reaches out both hands and gestures upwards as the uh parasitic uh as the parasitic fungus seizes control of celestia's body and starts puppeting it oh no you watch as a swiftly growing please when she wakes up uh celestia turns And uh, we'll act when the swarm does, I think, actually. <laughs> is the short version of that. So, which is uh, before Celestia will act. So, you have until then to rescue Celestia. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, then it's it's actually initiative count, back end of initiative count 20. It's time for some lair actions. So, oh, the um, the Nexus kind of focuses for a moment, flickers with his hands, and all of the drones kind of stop, including Celestia, turn their, uh, their faces to the sky, open their mouths, and just <laughs> exude a thin spray of, uh, of indigo vomit. So, not Celestia. Celestia, you are temporarily immune to this. Uh, 
because you're already poisoned. Uh, everyone else, though, needs to make a con save, please. Oh, I'm not great. Um, 15. Mm -hmm. uh, 14. Okay, you both save and are not poisoned for the rest of the round. Okay, you, sh you kind of clamp down your mouth and nose, avoid the, this, uh, and try and avoid this getting into you. Whether it's the chocolate you've already imbibed earlier in the day or just uh, your ability to resist things, you survive. Okay, which bri uh, I've completely forgot to use that other uh, action. So, sort of at the end of that action, then, um, the Nexus is not. No! is within 15 feet or no it's actually 30 feet from celestia so it does fuck all cool waste that legendary action now it's the nexus's go the nexus is going it looks to you and as it gestures to celestia says to the pair of you come join us <laughs> We will be avenged. Uh, and huh. they are going to... They're going to cast... Uh, they're going to use some psionics, I think. So this time... I'm so going to be unconscious. Causing, oh, good luck, Causing. <laughs> causing and... Uh, so... Uh, causing and Scamp, uh, as, it, as its uh, blue spores just flare up, about uh, diminishing to about a third of their original intensity it gestures with its fingers and you see for a moment a concentration of blurring blue energy in between you mm. <laughs> which explodes into a pulse of pain and disorientation I need both of you to make an intelligence save please oh, nobody okay. in this party is very intelligent yeah, this is going to go really well. Oh, bloody oh, hell! Oh, okay. That's 19 on the dice, so that's a 20. Okay. Oh, 19 on the dice. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Both of you avoid the worst effects of the synaptic static blast. Um, you do still take some psychic Good, damage. That sounds awful. That's oh, it terrible. is. It's, it's awful. It really is. Uh, however, it does mean that the uh, what would otherwise be uh, 17 psychic damage is reduced. Uh, well, you'll mean exactly again, my hit points. <laughs> is reduced uh, to for both of you to eight, and actually for Scamp to four, because you are currently resistant to all damage. <laughs> that uh, was really well timed. That one. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The. Um, the Nexus is actually going to stride forwards the, cre uh, the, the, the swarm in its way uh, parting to allow it to step forwards. So it is 15 feet from both uh, Scamp and Corzin. And actually that means that it is now uh, about 10 feet from Celestia but like to the side. Uh, so 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 both of you are now uh, both it and Celestia are forty five feet from from the wheel that connects the sprinkler system. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, it doesn't have bonus actions, uh, so that is the end of its go. Uh, Causing you're fifteen okay. feet from the nexus. 
So, um, I'm Scamp, what direction oh. is your, uh, your your gust of wind currently being projected in? It's blocking the door. Yeah. It's stopping things coming in the door. Yeah, it's rolling backwards, blocking anything from outside coming in. Oh, okay. And are there things currently being sort of buffeted back by it? Uh, there are, and you have... It was uh, a big old sin- swarm. Yep, there are, which is the reason why uh, Corzin does not start the turn with taking damage. Right, okay. What I'm thinking of doing is using this as a means of propelling the um, the spray of chocolate further. Um, getting... Ev- uh, well, it's is... all it's going outside. The outside is not important at the moment. Oh, okay, right. Because the important case... thing is the fact that Celestia is unconscious. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In which case, then, I'm going to... I mean, technically um... speaking, if you grabbed hold of Scamp and, like, rotated them round... <laughs> You could, but yeah, Celestia is currently in dire straits. It still wouldn't. Uh, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't solve the Celestia's unconscious problem, though. Would it? Yeah, <laughs> not to be biased. Uh, it might get but, chocolate uh, in Celestia. I believe but, he I said mean, that we have until the swarm acts to do something about Celestia <laughs> yeah, or she is a zombie. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if healing you is going to help. As a zombie, I mean, I can definitely. It will uh, healing her help. But, um, will it do anything though? Because she's now a zombie. It's going to take chocolate, not. What healing necessarily. I can get chocolate into Celestia. That, that's uh, that's definitely a thing I can do. What is it going okay. to like? I'd... Roll a medicine check. Free medicine check. Go for it. Okay. Um, I wouldn't normally push for healing to be the option, but it, that just, oh, just yeah, so no, no, we're no, no, all no, clear. Sensible. Like, <laughs> he said that that she'd be a zombie okay. if if it wasn't done soon. Chocolate will pro- <laughs> chocolate will proof Celestia from becoming more controlled by the by the the mycoids. Healing will bring Celestia's consciousness back, but this but she may find herself kind of warring for control of her body. So that's okay. your best guess. You're cool, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely don't know what's better there either. So yeah unconscious and you know not a zombie or um conscious and possibly um incapacitated still all right what i'm gonna do then is i'm going to sorry what i mean i have chocolate on me yeah like loads of it but it's whether you've got control enough to do it (laughs) that's you might still be attacking us which is something we'll find we we can find out (laughs) Okay, is it possible to use one of the attacks that I have in order to um, pump some uh, 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 chocolate into uh, a Celestia and then use yeah. the other one to uh, take out um, any surrounding... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, if you're using the, the spray gun, then you can basically just fire at Celestia, who's 15 feet from you, and will yeah. be within the spray, and then fire again at, uh, at anyone, including the Nexus. I'm going to do that. I'm definitely Go going for to do it. That. Okay. I have potions so I can get her up on my turn. So do I, but Plus. good call. Okay, yeah. first one. Uh, yes, that's Thanks, good. Friends. That is a, <laughs> no problem. That's a 15. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to roll on Celestia's behalf. Okay, uh, so it actually doesn't matter because of the vulnerability. Um, so, Celestia, you take the requisite amount of damage to kill the parasite possessing you. Excellent. So yes. Celestia slumps back to the ground, unconscious again. 
bang. Uh, I mean, um, I, I say I can help you. That's presuming I'm conscious on my turn, yeah. <laughs> which is not a guarantee. Uh, the swarm saves, but still, the damage is still doubled, though. So it's a full um, uh, 34 damage. Cool. And then the next attack, which presumably yeah. is going to be directed at the Nexus. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Never mind. I, I, I've done it now. That's, um, that is an 8. No, sorry, a 9. 9. Okay. Wow. Fucking hell. So uh, both the swarm and the nexus rolled natural ones on those wow. saves. So yeah, there's, there's definitely it. Uh, so okay, the, the nexus does get the full spray of chocolate, but again, I will also move in order to uh, to be between Celestia and them. So like, the, again, the nexus, yeah, it takes a spray of chocolate, but it's it seems to take a damage from the chocolate, but it's not as openly vulnerable. As some of the other, as as okay. the lesser drones or even the nogs, which is fair because uh, the others are ridiculously vulnerable. Yeah, uh, the other the, the others take twenty four points of, of of damage. Meanwhile, from that, uh, cool. Just keeping a track of how, of what the current hit points of the swarm is. Which brings us to the swarm, then. Uh, uh. Unless you want to move, Corson. Uh, yeah, I'm going to move, so I'm interposed between them and Celestia. Okay, you basically, yeah, you can move up to Celestia. That's the range that you've cleared without yep. causing uh, any additional issues. And you kind of stand by her to ward them off. Yeah. Um, okay, the swarm will move now and swarm you. Uh, that's what they do. They, they just, they, they move to fill in the gaps. So swarm members on the inside come to, tr- uh, 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 come and start clawing against Scamp. Others come up to try and claw Corzin. But the good news is, Corzin, because you're providing a sort of halfling shield, Celestia doesn't automatically fail a death save from being clawed at. Um, which brings us to Celestia. Oh, no, sorry. Just before Celestia, end of your turn, Corzin. As you move fifteen, you move fifteen feet uh, uh, towards Celestia. Uh, as a legendary action, the Boo. Nexus flicks a hand, and uh, you see the glistening, glimmering spores turn into a spray of um, uh, of indigo, and they just make an attack against you, uh, which is nineteen to hit. That should hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay, I mean, you take four half to two points of poison damage because you're resistant, okay. but make a con save, please. Con save. And this is against being poisoned, so... Yep. Natural 20. Okay, no, you are not You are not infected uh, with the mycoid. All right, that brings us uh, to... Celestia. Dirthster. Dirthsters, please. It's a six surge. Six surge. One six surge. Okay. Uh, at the end of uh, Celestia's turn, however, um, the uh, the Nexus is going to take another legendary action as it hold as it goes. Come, my children. Let us bring them into the fold. Uh, and the swarm attacks with renewed vinali- uh, vitality. So everybody who's up needs to make a dex save against a swarm okay. attack, please. Uh, natural 20. Uh. Okay. 
both of you save, so you take half damage and even more half damage. Uh, so the four even bludgeoning, more half damage. Uh, four bludgeoning becomes two for Corzin and one for Scamp, and then uh, the uh, just roll the poison damage. The poison damage was ludicrous. I'd like to say um, would have been twenty-eight, but you succeeded, oh. so it would be half to fourteen. Halved again to seven damage each from poison. Okay, well, I'm in single figures, but up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just. Uh, Just about. All right. Scamp. Uh, Roll 2d100s, please. Oh, no. If you could manage a chocolate cloud... That would be really good. Is that an option? Mm -hmm. 25 and 45. Uh, I'll check. I'll check that. Uh, 25 Uh, and 45. You feel like you can get a little bit of visual acuity again, or you could go up. I will note that you are surrounded by swarm, and at any moment now I'm going to ask you for a deck save to avoid being clawed into a pulp. Can I move, though, if I go up? Uh, You'll need to kick yourself off the ceiling. Okay, let's go up. <laughs> okay. Call, uh, Scamp, you just, like, like you've had too many fizzy lifting drinks, you just fly <laughs> straight up Aww. out of the claws of the, uh, of the, of, of the uh, creatures. It will save you for this round, but next, re- next time the swarm moves, they'll, they'll come onto the ceiling and join you. Yeah. Uh, now adorable. it's the rest of your turn, and you aren't immediately killed at the start of it. <laughs> Hooray! Um, can I get to Celestia? You can scramble along the ceiling, and I guess you can pour uh, you can pour healing potions straight down into her mouth. Yeah. Great, let's do that. Or onto her injuries, either works. Uh, so you scramble above and use your action to feed a healing potion. Celestia, you come to uh, as burning <laughs> alcohol, healing alcohol splashes into your mouth, nose, and eyes <laughs> from above. That's <laughs> horrible, isn't it? Uh, and you feel your, your, your mind refocus into clarity. <coughs> uh, you're covered in chocolate. You have an awful taste in your mouth besides the alcohol and the healing potion. And Scamp is like, not not spider climbing along the ceiling like but like balloon. just like a little balloon <laughs> uh, that floating was, above that was um oh, oh my healing potions that was a greater so that was 44 I did use the right numbers so that's yeah. 16 ah oh, double nice. figures luxurious oh no fucking hell um, exciting right I'm going to attack because I feel like I'm about to be unconscious, so I might as well do something big and stupid. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> you can actually get another. Question 15... is how big and stupid? Uh, you can actually get another 15 feet of movement, by the way, uh, and get 30 feet from the sprinkler <laughs> wheel. Yeah, sod it. Let's move towards the sprinklers. Cool. Um. Oh, that might be more useful. Oh. How big and... No, let's do something big and stupid instead. Do I want to do... Yep, sod it. I'm going to... I'm going to use Tides again to cast a chromatic orb at a stupid level. All right. Who do you want to hit? 
Uh, the bad guy. <laughs> the really bad guy. Okay, you just... You're, you're past trying to do... do pulling your punches for uh, where this creature is concerned. What, what damage type do you use? I'm going to try and not be lethal with some thunder damage. Go for it. This is not... Oh, fuck, that's an natural 20. I am yes. using the... I did. I said stupid level, and I meant yep. stupid level, um, yep. because I, I have just filled out the slot for level, a seventh level spell before I rolled that. Um, okay. Okay. So goodbye. A, <laughs> just a ball of resonating, rippling air, striking with the with the sound of the of the thunder of the gods themselves smashes into the uh, mycoid nexus. Roll damage, please. And uh, I accidentally I... clicked the button on D&D Beyond that rolls it for you, and because there's so many D8s, I'm just going to keep it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I rolled 53 thunder damage. So doubles... Du- is that is yeah. that okay. Doubles to 106. That's be- before you double it. Yeah. Let me just check. Wow. Okay. Has it rolled more than 100 damage in a round? That's horrifying, is what it is. <laughs> you smash the nexus against the floor. You hear bones break. You see uh, viscous blue purple liquid leak from it. Uh, I've got to say, it looks pretty seriously uh, fucked up. And then it stands. Yeah. We haven't really hit it with much yet. Oh, yeah, the... Mm the nodes around it just kind of come and like help it back onto its feet. You will regret that. Almost certainly. To be honest, I slightly regret it already. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, which Me and my five hit points bobbing around on the ceiling. Like a little sad injured balloon. Uh, which brings <laughs> so us to uh, the the nodes. Mm, I need to take off. So I needed to quicken that, so I need to take off some sorcery points. Do. Okay, so the first thing that happens is uh, Juarez is going to continue attacking the. Def- Actually, no. You've caused enough damage to the Nexus that the Nexus is calling in all support. Uh, so, Celestia is down, but not an apparently worry right now. Causing is the larger worry. I think I, I think they're going to try and do what they can. Let's see who still has vomit. Okay, just Rune Carver. Uh, Rune Carver is going to scramble. We can for- kill Rune Carver, right? Like <laughs> we we'll spare everyone else, but we can kill Rune Carver, right? Uh, <laughs> you have the option. Uh, the nodes no, we co- don't. We have morals, unfortunately. <laughs> the mo- I just hate <laughs> I know. The drones sort of clear a path, <laughs> and Rune Carver uh, scrabbles forward with terrible speed until she's close enough to just <laughs> spray vomit at Corzin, actually, because of how you're spread out. So, Corzin, roll a con save, please. Okay. With advantage, this is poison. Okay, that is a 21. Okay, so you, uh, the good news is you do not uh, get any of the nasty secondary effects from this. Uh, and you do save a bunch of damage that would have otherwise hit. So that's 11. Okay. 
39 half to 19, halved again to 9 poison damage. Goodness, this is the right, uh, this is the right uh, fight to bring a stout halfling to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love a halfling. Mm. Um, okay, so that's, uh, that's Rune Carver. Uh, Juarez uh, is going to leap, just leap full on up to the ceiling. <laughs> Attach on hands and feet and spider crawl <laughs> uh, up to Scamp and just grab Hello. them and try and uh, pick them up and smack them into the ceiling. So I'm going to make three attacks. Uh, okay, well, the lowest of those was a 15. Well, my armor class is 12, so... Uh, oh, sorry, no, actually, sorry. Her, her attack is... It's not the same as the Nexus's. So the lowest attack was an 11, so that one misses. Uh, the 12... The, then there was a 12, which does hit. And then there was a natural 18. Um, so you take uh, some... It's not actually that bad in terms of the bludgeoning, and you are resistant to everything, which does help. Yeah, but I've got five hit points. But you've got five hit points, which doesn't help. Uh, so you take... Uh, five whole hit points all to yourself. So three, seven, ten... Bye. So eleven plus eight, nineteen, half to nine points of, of damage as, uh, as she grabs Scamp by the legs and then in a bizarre reverse gravity move, flings them down and then back up against the ceiling once, crunch, and it's twice, crunch the opposite way, and finally just Ow. hurls them down to the ground. <laughs> Am I still levitating though? Uh, I th technically <laughs> because you Because it's not, it's not like I'm controlling you're it. You're not controlling it, so, so yeah, you are, uh, you are thrown <laughs> to the ground, and then proceed to float Ooh. like a foot above it. <laughs> Excellent. This is everything I've ever wanted. It's not wanted. full on reverse gravity, but you're on zero hit points, gently floating on the ground. It's bobbing, one could say. Okay. Bobbing uh, along. Oh, the ceiling of a terrible. Okay. Oh. Uh, Sierra, the cleric, is going to scramble onto all fours <laughs> and launch herself at Corzin. And just try and claw and punch into your face. Uh, so okay. three attacks. Uh, Twelve doesn't hit. Sixteen. Nope. Okay, just the natural nineteen then. We've got to do uh, something about my armor class. <laughs> <laughs> you do take. Everyone else uh, has armor. You need to get you something for that. Macked in the face. Uh, for a, but actually only for two points of damage because you're resistant. Oh no, sorry, for uh, six points of damage because although you're resistant to the to the poison that comes with it, uh, she's remarkably strong when possessed. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, that that 
Ooh, you could have a, an aching jaw in the morning. Horribly, I suppose if you had zero regard to injuring your body, you'd probably be really strong, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah they're, they're really just rampaging in these things. They're they not, probably not... can't also feel pain, which is another factor. Mm. Yeah. Horrid. Mm. Oh yeah, not a great time. Okay, that is the nerds go. Uh, time for a new lair action, then. Um, oh dear. All the kind of mist of indigo which has been floating all around begins to move into just begins to cling to the ceiling the floor the walls any non-flight based movement for the next round is uh is halved as essentially the whole thing is treated as difficult terrain from sticky mucus isn't it difficult terrain anyway because zombies uh yeah but it wouldn't be if you were traveling along the ceiling now okay, it is. Cool. Okay. Uh, that is the end of the Les Go, which means it's the Nexus's go. Fuck me. Mm. Uh, the Nexus is. Our allies doing nothing, because some of them are surely conscious. <sighs> uh, yeah, ne- the Nexus. Uh, the Nexus is. Uh, is actually conscious. They, they they did survive that blast. Oh yeah, they no, they did. Them. But are um, any of our allies conscious? Uh, your allies on the opposite side, several of them are still conscious, actually. Uh, Lady Grace is still conscious and still fighting. Terence is just about holding it together. However, you've, that is a good point. I do need to roll a check for... Okay, oh, for dear. now, for this round, the mages are continuing to hold the ward to, uh, steady. Good. But you can see... They are sweating. Some of them have blue patches growing across them. Uh, across them, they have limited time, oh, um, no. which makes it the Nexus's go. Then, okay, I think at this point they've just got to focus on trying to take down the biggest threat to them that they can see. Scamps down. Celestia, as far as they realise, is is down. I haven't got up yet. Yeah. yeah. So they are going to burn the last of their of of, of their indigo uh, nodes uh, spores to cast one last spell. Um, as causing you feel as they clutch uh, as they reach out and clutch their hand, you feel your body turn on itself as if it's trying to as if all of your organs are trying to shut down. We have the power of decay. Roll a con oh, no. save. This is a necrotic effect, oh, if not very poison. Nasty, okay, con save. So, mm. uh, just a straight con save then. Yep, no advantage. Okay, that's a 21. Okay, oh. 21 is good. Uh, so, you don't take full damage. So, one, two, three, four of these. Okay, I'm just rolling up these. So this is 10, 19, uh, 25, 29, 37 necrotic, halved to 18 necrotic damage. Okay. Yep. I'm not good, but I'm still up. Okay. And that is the last of the Mycoid Nexus's psionics. Uh, I love this thing. I hate fighting it. It is awesome. Oh, awesome I really thing. love yeah. this thing. It's really yeah. cool. Um, it is looking very worse for wear. 
but it does Can decree... we get stats for it sometime? I want to see yes. the stats. Yeah. Yes, I will make sure, try and make these available. I've, I have them. I'll try and make them available for Patreon uh, as well. Oh, that's, that's a good cool. idea. Yeah. yeah. So... I was just going to selfishly want to look at them myself, but... <laughs> uh, Share them with people, yes. Causing them. Okay. Go for it. By the way, none of you, I think, have attacked this thing with anything that requires saving throws up to this point. It's all been direct attacks. Yeah. Yeah, which is unusual for me. I know. Mm. <laughs> which is why it's good at saving throws, is it? Right. I am going to attempt to uh, get point blank with this thing and um, shove the uh, the nozzle of the super soaker down its throat. <laughs> okay, you push forward through... Oh, that reminds me. You start the turn in the swarm. Deck safe, oh, please. No. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, uh, that succeeds, so you only take... Uh, fuck me, it rolled a lot. Uh, <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, going to be up. Fifteen, twenty-four. Although, okay. Well, right, you take both down. I have barred shit. Two point fourteen total. Uh, points. No. Nine total points of damage because of that fucking halfling resistance to poison. It's okay. keeping you alive. I have been going through the nine times table here. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. Stop. Yep. Uh, well done. Not good, but yeah. uh, I have 18 hit points. Oh yeah, you <laughs> fucking like your amount of hit points in this fight. I'm you on are, 16. <laughs> you claw your way forwards through the uh, through the swarm as it bites, strikes, and, claw, and and tries to just take chunks out of you. But yeah, you get point blank with this thing. Okay, so turns and looks at you. You cannot stop the coming tide. Bloody well good try then. Okay, that's um, 12 for the first lot. Um, I'm going to. Yeah, I am going to uh, spend a bonus action, uh, uh, cast Hunter's Mark on this thing. Just okay. for extra nice. uh, damage. Yep. And then, second lot. Uh, that is an 8. With a further five for the hunter's mark. Okay, I mean, honestly, just so that was uh, so so. Okay, five for the hunter's mark on both of these, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, I should roll it for the first one, shouldn't I? You should should please. Oh well, it rolled a five, so yes, yes, okay. it's another five. Uh, so that would become a total of twenty-five points of damage. Uh, on the first attack, which did 17, it's going to use its leg- one of its legendary resistances and force a success on the, on, on the save for half damage. Um, it made the save for the second one anyway, so that respectively becomes... So that 13 from the second one becomes a 6, and the 17 from the first one uh, becomes an 8. That's still 14 points of damage. As you blast up... <laughs> The chocolate seems to rip, stretch, uh, like, chunks of its spore crown away from it, disintegrating it, blasting sections of the body clear, uh, clear of, the, of the infection. Uh, and yet, it stands, staggering. 
but there. Um, is this just because it's super hardy and tough, or is there something else going on that we're missing? Uh, it feels like this tell. thing is just really fucking tough. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, at the end of your turn then, it is just going to go... I think... Sorry, I should never be. We think you will make a fine vessel. Uh, it's just going to reach forward and with a hand which just now covers in blue icor and just try and essentially punch you in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, so, free attack. Uh, dirty 20. Yeah, that hits. Ooh, okay, it's going to be an interesting one. So, okay, so you take six points of bludgeoning and four half to two of um, uh, of poison. So you lose eight okay. hit points, taking you to ten. And con save, please. This is versus poison. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. Uh, you are not poisoned for the next round. Yay. Uh, okay. That is... Ten hit points. Yeah. Oh, that's Corzin's go. The swarm reapers... drag out fight, isn't it? Oh yeah, the swarm repositions to like cr- clamber over. At this point, by the way, sections of the swarm breach the wall, uh, managing to pull enough of it clear that they start flooding into the chamber beyond towards where the mages yeah, are. Mm-hmm. Uh... Celestia, you are conscious on the floor. Um, roll. Uh, if you uh, question, are you feigning playing dead? I mean, there's no point because I'm about to get up. Uh, are you feigning playing dead to the swarm surrounding you? There is no point because I am about to get up. Cool. But In before case, you, you, I you need take to. I mean, before, sorry, yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, like, thank you. I just want to I wanted to know if you were. Can I have a deception check so that the swarm doesn't attack you at the start of your turn? I mean, it's twenty-one. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. The swarm ignores you up until the start of your turn, so you don't get so you don't get an attack uh, oh, damage at the start cool. of your turn. Um, I have some distance questions. Yes. How far is Nexus? Uh, the Nexus is uh, basically ten feet from you. Okay. And you are still forty-five feet from you're forty-five feet from the wheel, and fifteen feet from Scamp's floating body. Okay. How far from Corzin? Uh, also fifth, uh, 10 feet because Corzin is right up in front of the Nexus. Well, I'm gonna um, get up with a flourish <laughs> flip, fling of a hand in the air and a pose and um, a big flash of rainbow comes out. You both get 11 temporary hit points because hey. fucking hell. I don't um, think you get temporary hit points if you're unconscious. That's, is you? that a thing? Uh, I'm saying, I, well, think... I don't know, but I'm saying you do. So, it's, I mean, it's okay. a bard thing. I don't uh, know. You are basically... I'm go, fuck it, rule of call. Uh, Scamp, your <laughs> eyes flick okay. open. You are feel like you're running just on that one time you tried coffee. Mm. Like, yeah. it's the, like the burst of energy from whatever Celestia is doing yeah, is the you don't only have to thing cool it if it's wrong, I don't mind. there's a precedent uh, from earlier actually there, where there were other NPCs who um, oh. were basically up on temporary hit points only I have done that yeah yep. So we don't have a lot of healing between us as a party so um, regardless, this doesn't feel like it. a terrible rule don't question <laughs> it house rule awesome I love it it's a great house rule I'll change <laughs> it later you. if you need it 
But yeah, eleven temporary hit points, and um, also might you kick can me up with all these resistances. Yeah. Also, <laughs> you can immediately move as a reaction. Obviously, like scamp, you always have sorcery points to think about, but like causing if you want to move as a reaction without taking an attack, point. like. I'm, I'm the closest to this big this switch. I've got to get to that switch if I can with that. Yeah. Do it. Okay. You I've got to keep the, the, the Nexus busy. You spend half your movement getting up, but the other half yeah. of the movement, you are able to just about push. Oh, yeah. You can fly. Right. So you're the only. You're levitating. So you're the only creature. You're levitating. You can't. It's weird to question whether or not. Okay. You float yourself into a, into a less prone position, sort of and then basically scramble forwards on the heads of drones another 15 feet forwards because you're the only person not moving through difficult terrain there we go you are now 15 feet from the wheel and you can hear a sort of (coughs) sound in the walls of fluid moving under pressure Mm -hmm. um before i do anything else do you want to use your movement uh, no, I, I've got to keep the Nexus busy. Fair, okay. Yeah, um, and the Nexus is 15 feet from me. Yes. You said. And I'm surrounded. Yeah, I'm going to do a really, like, inappropriately high level Thunder Wave, um, to be honest. So she gets up, yeah. poof, big flourish of rainbow flips the guitar around from yep. her back and just and um yep big thunder wave huge one i'm gonna pay attention to fifth level one <laughs> hang on give me a minute and i'll roll it oh my d8s i can't find any bloody d8s hang on hang on i'm with the dice of d8s i know they are but my observational skills always just leave me when i'm looking at the Anyone else have this problem, or is it just me? Yeah. Frequently. No, I've got entire. I have so many dice, and yet there never seems to be a D4. <laughs> D4 hide. Like right. hmm. they just they hide in piles of dice. D4s. Okay, right. I think that is the right number. Um. So that should be D8. Okay. Okay. I've got slightly too many D8. Yes, that's the right number. Sorry, everything's upsetting. No, no, that worries. was that's the wrong number. I still need one more. Right, there we go. Okay. Um, wow, that's this actually, is that's really good. Roll. That's really good. Um, 12, 15, 21, 25, um, 29. 29 damage. Okay. Uh, so and everyone is pushed 10 feet away. Pushed 10 feet away. Okay. Yeah. So con saves, right? Con saves, yeah. Cool. I'm actually going to make one for the swarm. Alright. Uh... Oh, thank goodness. Okay. So the swarm uh, does make it save, which is good because that 29 damage is halved uh, to, uh, to um, 14, which mm-hmm. means it's not double their maximum hit points. You don't kill a bunch of them instantly. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, so, but that what does. What does area of effect do though? Oh, uh, the area of effect doubles for the sake of of swarm damage. Okay, uh, don't worry, cool. it's very effective on the swarm. I just wanted to make to check whether it was going to kill any individual members. Yeah, I was concerned, but I just I think I think she panicked. <laughs> yeah, so that so that. Understandably, at this point. Yeah. 
Uh, it's the difference between yeah. killing some individuals and saving the world. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. However, so this that I've got to see whether this thing saves. Oh, you've got mm, sixteen does not save, so it's going to activate its second legendary resistance. And I get to use an ability that's been here since the start of the fight, but hasn't really been able to be used. What is it then? <laughs> um, so it saves. It reduces the damage it takes by five. So the forty so it take, would take twenty nine. It becomes fourteen. Becomes nine mm-hmm. uh, damage. And as it and it does so by absorbing the magic of the spell. As the spell hits it, it puts a hand forwards, and you see the spell seems to uh, the, the rainbow spirit seems to kind of quiver around it, mm-hmm. and the indigo uh, spores begin to regenerate oh, the in its crown to about a third of the strength it had before. Ugh. So it's healed. Um, it's, it's more like it's regenerated its spells. It's got a spell back. Oh, that was such a waste of a good little spell. Uh, it still yeah, did. You got rid of the a lot of the swarm. You, oh, don't oh, no. worry. You've got all. You've cleared. Uh, you've cleared a wide space of the swarm right now. Um, oh, I'm gonna go for the switch as well. Okay. Uh, and you run. You are now neck and neck with Scamp, fifteen feet from the switch. And how many feet from the nexus? Thirty. Uh, Thirty feet from the nexus. Thirty feet. That's fine. I can do stuff from there. Okay. Uh, which. I just think it's worth having two of us going for that, you oh, know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, it God, is. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust one of us to get it. Okay. No. Uh, you know. The scamp, uh, top of the round, uh, uh, what's it going to try and do here? I think, I mean, it still has two legendary actions, uh, sorry, uh, two, uh, two legendary actions left. It's just regained a spell. It's going to, you see it focus again. And uh, as it burns up those nodes in desperation, trying to stop you, you feel those same psychic knives. I need everyone to make a wisdom save against being held, please. Okay. I use tides. I don't have back yet, do I? Ooh, I might uh, make that. You do, I think. Damn it. Can I use it again? Eight. Okay. I can't remember if it's active uh, or not. Uh, uh, it says dormant on my end, so feel Okay, free to then use it. I will use it again. Fifteen. Okay, Scamp and uh, in uh, Scamp and Celestia. Uh, Scamp, do you have any sorcery points left? I do, but I don't have a reaction. Oh, you don't have a reaction. Let me just check. Okay, no, fifteen is just about enough. Um, you both manage to shrug off the effect. Uh, Corzin, however, you feel your body lock up as the mycoid nexus damaged, broken, whole, barely sees it keeping control of its host, looms over you, extending long pink and bluish fingers uh, for your mouth. Mm. Scamp. Over to you. Uh, can I get to this button? Yes, you can. You grab hold of nodes of the, uh, of the drones beneath you and fling yourself forward to the red wheel. <laughs> You have it by the uh, by. You have your hands around it. Uh, can can I turn it on? Like, yep. You just how do I get the sprinkles on this thing uh, clockwise? And just like there's a <laughs> sound as you squ- as with little squeals, you manage to get it onto full, and you hear a <laughs> above. Oh, you. please work. 
as suddenly from concealed nozzles all around sprays of liquid chocolate <laughs> begin coating the swarm which starts to go haywire clutching at its eyes scream at their eyes screaming vomiting up uh, the creatures possessing them um scam um yeah you're the one who activated this so roll 2d can you roll 2d6 for me please uh okay seven okay seven is not quite enough um but you do see the mycoid nexus is now trump uh, you see it kind of holding up uh, its limbs, desperately trying to hide from the spray of chocolate over it as more and more of its fungal crown begins to crumble away. Uh, it is pretty much on the verge of destruction. The nodes all on their turn uh, scream in agony, uh, trying to, and at this point, I think just try and break and flee out of the building. Uh, using their full speed to try and scramble away and into the and into the outside. Um, though even as that's happening, the chocolate is starting to turn them. <sighs> okay, uh, that brings us to the Nexus. Uh, oh, he needs to make a concentration check. Okay, makes it. Uh, at this point, I'm not sure who they've. I need to figure out who they go for here. All three of you are, are, are dangerous. You've just turned on the sprinklers. You've uh, you nearly destroyed them with magic. Causing's horrifying. Yeah. Causing is right there. <laughs> uh, is going to turn on Causing, grip you by the head, and just start uh, vomiting uh, uh, indigo icor into your mouth. You will be my new host. I mean, like, attack with advantage against a paralyzed uh, creature. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many hit points have you got? Uh, including the temporary ones, 21. Yep. Okay, then this is going to all depend on what they roll for this. So, you take, um, well, I'm Okay, so the first one would be da, 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 nine. Okay. Second one is eight. So you're on seventeen. Third one is ten. And that I think is enough to take you down to zero. What kind of damage was it? Uh mixture of bludgeoning and poison. I've already applied resistance. Okay. Yeah. Ugh, god damn it. <laughs> so the uh, as it kind of reaches, uh, grabs cause on either side of the head, and just starts vomiting into uh, his mouth. I will make you my new host. Uh, starts vomiting not just the vi the indigo vomit, but also glowing purple and violet no uh, like nodules. Like it's just trying to full on transfer who that who the nexus is from its collapsing body into causing. Uh, Don't suppose the fact that I had chocolate earlier would make any difference and uh, against this uh, onslaught. 
Oh, I'll let you roll this. I'll roll, let you roll this death save with advantage. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a success. Okay. Uh, the swarm is busy being melted by chocolate. So, Celestia, you turn. You can see Scamper's gotten the gotten the wheel active. Chocolate is spraying, and the Nexus is busy. Just gr- uh, has Corzin in a death grip. Uh. Um, and the Nexus is looking fucking bad, yeah? Barely holding itself together. Okay, I'm gonna do two things. Um, I'm gonna just go Ah, for fuck's sake! Can you just type dissonant whispers on the Nexus? Because I just, I just want it to be dead. I'll <laughs> <laughs> figure out the rest later. Um, so that is a wisdom save. Yeah. Um, uses its final uh, legendary resistance, but roll the damage, please. Mm-hmm. Um, that is 14. Okay, so 14 halves to 7, halves to 3, because it's resistant to psychic. Finish it. Yes. Oh god. I told you it was on the verge of death. Like <laughs> good. I was just so angry at it still being up. I wanted to die. We're all we're all so angry with it. So them. angry. Like <laughs> Um God, give give me a moment to figure out how I wish to kill this thing. Um The Rainbow Spirit rushes forwards. In just like a rush of frustration, I imagine Celestia is like, you know, doing like angry, like strangly hands. Yeah. But she's not got anything to strangle. So the rainbow spirit goes forward and just fucking throttles the thing for like an inappropriately long time after <laughs> it's floppy and dead. It just fucking carries on shaking the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Mirroring Celestia's like angry, shaky hand movement that she's doing. You watch as <laughs> Celestia run. Runs forward. The only person who could really see this is Corzin, who right and now can't. And it's like the distant whisper is full on just an ah! Like, it's uh, just, there's nothing, like, witty. Scamp, you see the, the Nexus reach for its throat and float about a foot into the air. Oh, well. Before slumping to the ground. And there's, as um... the chocolate spray from above covers it, the, lo- uh, the last, the vestiges of... Um, of mycoid are just washed away. Mm. Um, as I say, the rainbow spirit throttles the dead body for an inappropriately long time. Yeah, it's not a and dead then, body. Well, it's not dead, but it throttles <laughs> the floppy, awkwardly not dead body yeah. for an inappropriately long time, and then sort of remembers <laughs> that there are other things to do. And, um, <laughs> and so she goes, "Oh shit, causing." <laughs> And just does a little like bang on her chest. It sounds like um, like a triangle and a drum and uh, somebody smacking guitar strings mixed. And you get a little healing word so you don't die. Nice. Um, it's not going to be much because yeah. it's a level one, but it will get you up. Yep. Just yeah, it causes yeah. you've dropped eight, to the ground. Eight hit points. Congratulations. Oh, fantastic. After being, re- after being released from your own strangling experience, and <laughs> vomit up a few, a handful of glowing purple nodes. 
which under the spray of chocolate from above crumble into a soft blue powder which turns to grey. We've got to check none of them got out. Yeah. Well, there's bound to be a lot of them still around in the compound. We need to get them all inside. Yeah. Um, actually, as this happens, all of the nodes just start screaming. Uh, as as you see from all around the um, well, all of the nodes have been screaming. But you look out and you see from all around the complex, every node on the outside is just bum rushing the security office. Um, but it's a little bit like a horde of lemmings running into a flamethrower. The moment they hit the security office with the spraying uh, chocolate from above, they slip, they slide, they scream, they hit the ground and start turning back into confused and injured researchers. Mm. And you just cluster back for a moment and watch as... <laughs> the loss uh, uh, as they just uh, drive themselves to their own destruction there's a moat there you can just you turn back and you see covered in chocolate three of the six shaking mages including a very injured looking um vivienne are just about holding the nexus the ward stone together <laughs> sorry to uh, bother you uh, are any of them by the gatehouse um, let's go out. have a look. You lock, drag yourselves out, and you can see none by the gatehouse. One uh, see, got almost as far as the... Uh, one of them gets just about... You can, uh, they're actually, no. All the ones going to the gatehouse uh, have been uh, caught and hit by chocolate or were racing in. But you do see one last uh, one almost uh, scrambling at the walls, almost out. And then you hear a sort of, ah! from above, look up and see Marjorie hurl a canister at it from yes. above. Yes, Marjorie, Smacking well done. with chocolate. <laughs> Someone falls into into the bushes below. Bombs away. <laughs> and that looks to be it for all the ones that you are look out. Around. That's everyone you can see. Are we okay? Is this, is it done? Oh, I've been better, but I'll live. Okay, I think we maybe need to put guards everywhere and yep. like scour the ground. Someone needs to put guards everywhere and scour the ground. I think we, we need a little sit down. With a collapse, the three mages who've been trying to keep the ward together just slump to the ground, and you hear as a <sighs> as the defensive enchantments on the walls mm -hmm. power down. How unwell do they look? Uh they're all covered in chocolates. They're not about to turn into creatures. Uh, but but they look like they've sustained multiple battle injuries. Uh, none of them look like they're on the verge of death. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, one or two do, but uh, Lady Grace reaches over, uh, uh, crosses over to Vivienne's pack, takes two small healing potions, and carefully force feeds them to mm. the injured people. <laughs> she kind of brushes chocolate, sweat, and grayish remnant from her forehead <coughs> well this this was quite a to do wasn't it yeah you yeah could say that. a little bit 
little yep. bit. Yep, this, this was a lot. We were right to destroy that sample. I mm. think, on balance, you were. <coughs> Commandant Terence, sir. I know why. You see the three headed uh, Yomti pick themselves up. Oh, yes. Gather what remaining people you have. Make sure we hunt down any survivors. Right, there are potions. We have some potions here, and you have others. In your, uh, now that the armory is, is no longer under siege, you should be able to gather some people back up. Do you need any chocolate? I've got a chocolate bomb. I think I've got a couple of these chocolate. You look I around. mean, the floor is also Everything covered in chocolate. Cho- you are all like covered in bl- in dark chocolate. I think I had some somewhere. If we need more chocolate, um, you scrape somewhere them. under all of this. this you see cho- chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I'm just digging through a pile of chocolate looking for their chocolate. (laughs) Lady Grace. I might need to sit down. Sit the fuck down, you look like shit. Looks at the three of you. Indeed. Take a seat. (sighs) Commandant, with me. Let's clear the rest of this. Am I usually made of stone? No. No, that's that's You're usually pinker than You hold up your hands. It's about this point that the stone cracks (laughs) and just like a perfect eggshell thin scamp shell of stone peels off and crumbles oh. in every direction. Amazing. That was, was quite scary, if I'm honest. Mm. You don't usually go to pieces like that. Anyone else? Hey. In sprayed by the last of the chocolate. <laughs> so much else in pain and like vaguely tasting and smelling vomit and chocolate mixed together. Mm, I... I'm not sure how I'm awake. I have no idea. How you're awake. So I'm going to lie down. I'm going to do the thing under the sprinkler, like, you know, like where you hold your mouth open under the shower, like... <laughs> <laughs> you sit just relieved, exhausted, bitterly exhausted, as you see Lady Grace and Commandant Terence Owl rousing members of the security team with potions and he- heading out making sure that the garrisons are restored, some garrison, at least some watch people are restored on the walls as the glim light of dawn begins to break on uh, over the horizon. You can just see it in the sky. Uh, and team, and very soon from a distance, you see them make contact with the kitchen crew mm. uh, and begin using them to help weed out any last remaining uh, drones just saying mate do you know who the real hero was today <laughs> Pierre du fucking Petit Pois yep. that's who yep. we did not save the day Pierre du Petit Pois saved the fucking day <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can get those Michelin stars on a, on, on a medal <laughs> <laughs> you um you sit and after a few the and over the course of the next hour or so order after a fashion is restored um the lady grace kind of uh, does return after a time to uh, to uh, by which point viv has kind of roused herself <clears throat> that's oh that was an unusual day <laughs> Was it not? 
Um, I suppose it's an unusual night. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah. this does actually qualify as an unusual day, which is saying a lot. Yeah. I'm kind of getting. It's quite impressive by our standards. I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm having to think now seriously about um, how am I actually going to um, explain this to anyone and not sound crazy. Oh, I've never had chocolate in cuts before. This is exciting. Mm. I'm just sort of hoping it heals it, so I've rubbed it in a bit deeper. Oh, God, what is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Lady Grace steps back in. She has wiped some of the chocolate, at least clear of her eyes, but like all of you, like she's covered. Her, she's covered in dark chocolate. Like you all look like mud monsters. <laughs> um, some of which is drying a little bit as well. Um, her dress is in. Uh, her dress is frankly in tatters uh, for a large part, uh, which does interestingly produce uh, provide something. One moment. Ooh, um, okay. You can see that, uh, just checking my notes here, where is it? Yeah. You can actually see that uh, she does seem to have some sort of armour uh, hidden in the bodice of her, uh, of her dress. Cool. From the looks of it, it appear from the shine. It appears to be a uh, flexible mithril weave. Ooh, very nice. Mm. That's an amazing dress. Thank you. It's going to be a nightmare to get cleaned and repaired. I'm so sorry. But you know, we know a good tailor. Yeah, alive yeah. and stuff. Alive indeed. I've just remembered something extremely important. They have baths here that you can heat. Uh, if you have magic, anyway. Unfortunately, it appears there's a bath in every apartment, which I imagine is going to be in desire, great need right now. Yeah. Yes. Statistically, though, Jeffrey's in the bath right now. Uh. <laughs> There's a slithering as Commandant Terrence returns. We have secured most of the compound. What Good. do you mean most? Yeah. What do we need a... to worry about? Oh, I mean to say the last uh, rooms are being checked one by one now. Okay, okay. Good. We are, ex- uh, as f- we are do- in the process of doing our second check through. Sorry, it's been a legitimately terrifying night. Understandable. Lady Grace looks back. What is the status of the administrator? Shocked, but still alive. Sorry. Asshole. What? Status asshole. I don't know where that came from. Apologies. I do. It came from being an (laughs) asshole. And more to the point, quite negligent. What are her superiors going to think when they find out about it? Especially considering that she concealed the matter from us. From, well, I suppose uh, from you and definitely from uh, from us and the Resistance as I well. what else she could be concealing. That's a good question, actually. 
She is a capable administrator. Well, I'm sure there must be someone to replace her. She looks to the three of you. Do you know any administrators who can do her job? Yes. Probably is the answer. Go on. I mean, I mean, Leah's really good at admin. Like, really good at admin. Leah will murder us, though, if we make her be stationed here. Oh, no, she'll absolutely hate it. You can't put Leah forwards for this, because then it'll be my fault that she's not with Michael, and I just... Can Michael come too? Miss Leodon is busy organising a different section of the war effort. Uh, Have you met anyone who could do her job who is already privy to the secrets of the Institute? Oh, probably. Well, um... I mean, like Ellen is, but she's not really an administrator, is she? She's a scientist. Um, um... I mean, there's plenty of people. Who's here? Eurist. Eurist is a great manager. Eurist is a great manager. Why don't we think of Eurist? Good. Terence Yes, lady. Ensure that you recommend Eurist Hullraiser to replace the administrator when you make your full report. Of course. Mm. Not actually dead administrator's boots, but. Fitting. Oh, well, close enough. Unfortunately. Oh, but I don't mean that. What am I saying? I hate her. I don't want her dead. Those are different things. I assure you, I have myself gone... Hell and myself have gone through a time in life where I considered those two things close enough as to make no difference. And while there are many downsides to that approach, it is deeply cathartic. Hmm. Mm. In any case, I'll sleep sounder knowing that there is someone <laughs> less morally questionable in uh, in charge of this place. Mm. <coughs> Are you alright? <coughs> Something goes down the wrong way. Mostly chocolate. Mm. Figured. Somebody should ask good old administrator Rune Carver about a lady called Marissa and see if she flinches. Well, I believe we have her under containment in her quarters, so once we've all had the opportunity for a bath and a clean, perhaps we might take the opportunity for some questions. Mm. I'll bring you up to speed on some things on the way to that. There's some information you need that there hasn't been time for. Thank you. I will stay here for an hour or so, get things under control. And take the opportunity for a bath and a rest myself. I suggest you all get a little sleep. What well, sleep? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I that remember. thing we were trying to get before all of this started. Now, that thing we were trying to get when a fucking mushroom weirdo with a knife for a leg walked down the hall. Yes, yeah, I remember that. that. That was amazing. <sighs> well, good morning. Morning, Lady Grace. She gives a small smile and a nod to the three of you. Viv, come, we have work to do. Yes, my lady. Viv needs some sleep. It's all right. I've done worse than this, and I also will be having a bath in an hour. Mm. Well, in an hour and a half. 
Do I have any kneeling or anything? I've got some inappropriately big spells if you're desperate. <laughs> I would not say no. Okay. Have an inappropriately big healing spell. You just ding like... It's fifth level. Like it's huge. Healing word and several cuts and injuries just seal up. Oh, thank you. A little better? Most appreciated. All right. All being well, I won't need my other spells because they're fucking massive. So if if we do need them for anything, something's gone really fucking wrong, if I'm honest. Vivienne, I only used my big stuff. I only used my small stuff because I was trying not to fucking kill people. I was trying and I didn't kill him, so it's fine. You did, you did great. Indeed, you can see the very unconscious, very injured, very, very injured, but somehow still alive form of um, Captain Ivo North on the ground, just coated in chocolate. Maybe leave him like that a little bit. Yeah, I think he's under Just rest. for a little while. And with that, you make your way back to your assigned apartment, find to your great relief that the pipes are working, although they do dispense a bit of chocolate for a while before the cho- yes. before water comes in. <laughs> chocolate bath. <laughs> and take the opportunity to bathe and to rest. It is, I think, at this point, the 18th of Falling Leaves. Uh-huh. And come the afternoon, you will have the opportunity for interrogations, for probably trying to negotiate a further award for all of that. And Nosebleed cat. <laughs> and for making your way back to Newmark and the war front. And I'm not going to make you roll 2d100 right now, so... <laughs> you know what? Actually, yeah, sod it. One last thing. Scamp, as you slide into the bath, roll 2d100. <laughs> oh. Sixty-six and twenty-eight. Okay. Um, you feel like you could... You feel like... You could express how you feel, um, or like you could make wine. <laughs> Let's make some wine. I'm in a bath. <laughs> this won't be weird. As uh, uh, as like behind, you hear a yelp from behind the privacy screen. Right. As scamp, grape vine leaves grow across your entire body. Fat uh, uh, black grapes just grow out of your skin and then all pop off into a full harvest of grapes and then the leaves all turn brown and wither away. You okay behind there? That wasn't like a normal bath noise for someone to make. Um... Um, so many weird things have happened and yet this is the one that's really surprised me <laughs> and I don't quite know how to handle. Do I want to know? Would you like some inexplicable grapes that's appeared? <laughs> I think I grew them with... They grew up... No, in fact, please don't want to eat them. There are weird implications there. I really don't know how to respond to this. Um, yay? <laughs> and we'll figure out, and you can find out how Scamp's weird magical grape, uh, wine grapes taste, or not, 
was looking Next in so many spots. Like, I, just, I don't think I can. <laughs> Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, Fair Seas, and Natural Twenties. We faced the mycoid zombie flock, got drenched from head to toe in chalk. We've saved the world, what, three times now? Can we get paid for this somehow? So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.